This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 23rd through the 25th in Cincinnati, Ohio. Looking to meet John Barrowman from Arrow and Doctor Who fame? Looking to meet Stan Lee, the great Excelsior? Then come on down to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 23rd through the 25th, the official sponsor of Hobie. Roger says goodbye. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 139. I'm Jason. I am Jeff. I'm Blake. And welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. No guests in the studios this week. I would like to register a complaint that uh, during the playing of our theme song, Jeff remained seated while uh, Jason and I were standing. I remained seated because I'm fat and lazy. Whatever, I my man. Hand over my Keep heart. making excuses, buddy. Kaepernick has one of those excuses. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I don't even care if he stands or not. Well, all right, hold on. No, I do. Hold on, Jason. The political podcast is down the hall. No, 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 no. I'm not even trying to say about that. I shouldn't say that. My thought is, I just don't like Kaepernick. Is that? Can I just hate him for that? It's not for anything he does. Can he hate him I for just being hate him. Kaepernick, not hate him for this particular action. He was a giant douche, allegedly, like six years ago, four years ago, when he was okay. a big thing. He's well, always I, been. I, I really could care less about what he does and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm just wondering how much of this has come to light when he realizes that he's probably going to get cut by the football team. Chip Kelly said today he's one of his two best quarterbacks. One of two. So Blaine Gabbard's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of our two best. He did say one All of two. Right. Well, for our friends in California, sit up, stand down. I, I don't care. I don't think they care about Kaepernick either. Yeah, you do what you want. It's a free I don't know. Your Minnesota's looking for a quarterback. Did they say yeah. what Teddy Bridgewater, well, yeah, what injury? Wacky left compound knee. fracture thing. What was it? On the radio on my way here, uh-huh. they said it was a there was a compound fracture. Wow. Non Non-contact. Did he just Compound step on fracture? Something happened. Uh, they said there was uh, players throwing helmets because they were so pissed off when it happened. Well, there's also a number of players that were grossed out by it, too. It was pretty sickening from what I heard. Ugh, that's a shame, too. Poor I like Teddy. Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. Because of Mike Zimmer, ex-Bengal defensive coordinator. I always root for him. I was hoping he would get a playoff win more th- quicker than Marvin Lewis. As did, much as I love the Bengals. No, they yeah. lost on the last second kick last oh, year. that's right. They should have won, but they pulled a Lewis. <laughs> yeah. 
So did the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Right. So is Cleveland going to get their uh, for playoff victory first under Hugh? No. What, what we're doing what is we're, we're going with the all-rookie team this year. <laughs> yeah. well, we're trying something different. <laughs> we're trying something different. We're trying to field a team with zero experience and RG3 at quarterback. They're going to uh, forfeit the first six games. That's a risky move. Let's see how it pays off for them. <laughs> we're going we're, we're gonna to build our team around our left tackle. Joe Thomas, who's been in the league 11 years. Yes. I heard you getting Willie Anderson to come out of retirement. No, as long as he works for league minimum, I think the front office will take him. Is anybody else looking forward to week five when the Browns have to play the Patriots? I'm sure Brady will not have a chip on his shoulder. Pissed off. Yeah. Is it in New England? That, That I don't know. Yeah, if you have the Browns uh, defense, you know I recommend you sit them for that week because <laughs> it's not Labor Day weekend. It's the next week, right? When the, the, when season, the season starts, starts yeah. Labor yeah. Day weekend is this upcoming weekend, correct? Yeah, so it's Day following, and it's yes. following. Yeah, we still got a one more preseason game to That's suffer right. the, through. The communist celebration is Monday because <laughs> where we celebrate the proletariat work uh, down, down the, the hall. hall. <laughs> Hey, which is all of us. What are you talking about? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That just means that Jeff's the only one left to do this podcast by himself. Me and you are going to the politics. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Culture Man? We'll get them in here. Come on, Bobby H. Uh, Bobby H and Culture Amy. Well, a couple things here. Uh, Blake, unbeknownst to Blake, uh, Jeff and I would like to say congratulations, Blake. Uh, yes, thank you very much. I know you're a little shy, but we're going to give you some props here. Thank you. Blake, yeah. uh, City of Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Uh, they um, do. They honor a soldier uh, during the Reds game yeah, every home game, isn't it? I think it's every Sunday home game. They honor a veteran. Yeah. Or is it every game? Or? It's honor a veteran. I thought it was every home game, but I'm not 100. Okay. percent But anyways, every- so this weekend yeah. they are honoring you, Blake. This is no lie. They are honoring you. So yeah. thank you, a hometown hero. So thank you. Congratulations, Blake. I'm very happy for you. You deserve it. Thank you. I'm very humble. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Appreciate your service, sir. All these no. good things I do outside of the podcast. I know. <laughs> you're a drunken asshole on the podcast, but outside you're actually... Obviously, nobody listens. <laughs> See, it's just the opposite. I'm a drunken asshole. I'm uh, never outside, too. Uh, so, congratulations. Blake, yeah, people are listening, because I've had a couple of people ask yeah. last week, how drunk were you? Anytime you went into your Blake and the Dit Man thing. In fact, Blake one of the Dit Man. Hey, you know, I, I had, that was stuck in my brain since the last time we had him on. And Jason kept joking around about the Dit Man, Blake and the Dit Man radio thing. And I just, you know, I had this obnoxious radio announcer DJ voice. You know, just the, the annoying DJ that's in the morning that you can't yes. stand. The morning zoo. Yeah, it's like, hey, the morning zoo. Hey, you hate traffic? I do too. <laughs> Text star one two three four. Tell us where you hate it. You know, <laughs> and I and I just ran with it because it was annoying. I hate DJs that are like that. And you're like, if it's stuck in my head, it'll be stuck, it's in, stuck in my else's. head. I'm gonna make everybody else. Well, there is one morning show that I actually listen to because there's two yeah. geeks that do it uh, in the local scene oh, yeah. in Cincinnati, and it's Stump the Nerd or whatever they do. Yeah. And oh. the one DJ, he's coming up on 200 victories. He's only lost like 10 times. Wow! And they give him five. They give you the listener and him five different questions, and you have to see who wins. Yeah, with no I, cheating or googling. Yes, I called in on my way to work. No uh, way! I got picked up. You can win a hundred bucks. I got oh. picked up 
and my phone died as I entered the garage. <laughs> you stop outside the garage and just... Wait. I was pulling in, and they're like, hey, this is so-and-so, who's this? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking luck! And the thing is, your number's probably blocked forever now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. Every morning, I have the phone on speed dial, but yeah. the number of my phone, and they don't, they haven't done it recently. I'm like, fuck it, hey, it was last week! <laughs> That's so, funny. yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I probably won't have gotten blown away, but you know, hey, I would have tried, like to beat an M. What kind of questions, if you remember? They do, uh, I did not hear, I turned it off because I was so pissed off, because oh. I was going to, I was like, fuck this, I'm I going to work. I didn't know if I was going to win or not. That's the reason why I didn't st- listen to the rest, because if I knew them, <laughs> I was going to be very yeah. upset. <laughs> So yeah. you'd rather not know about Schrodinger's cat, huh? Yes. <laughs> you keep the box closed. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I meant nothing dirty by that. If a dirty thought went through your head, that's your problem. So back to it anyway. So <laughs> Blake is lifting up our show. So this uh, weekend, is it Saturday or Sunday? It's Sorry. uh, I it's uh, I should put out misinformation in case there's a sniper out there. <laughs> Amy. Uh, <laughs> No, no, it's Saturday. Okay, good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is very cool. And you get your own jersey. Yeah, they gave me a jersey and everything. It was pretty, oh, really it was nice. nice. It was very nice. It was a very humbling experience. Um, well, on to some other asshole stuff. Let's go uh, <laughs> anti-American. Let's go Russian. Hey, let's go <laughs> Russian. Jason's got a Russian tail. Did all anyone right, watch said, the I'm gar- not doing this anymore tonight, all right? <laughs> no, my, even my wife asked if you were drunk last yeah. week. <laughs> She's like... Is he drunk? <laughs> well, he could have been. Uh, the Guardians trailer. Not Guardians of the Galaxy. Did anyone watch the Guardians trailer? I, I certainly watched that trailer. It has become I, our I've number one. It. I saw it, yeah. Number one post on our Facebook page at the Bad Ideas Podcast. Yes. History of Bad Ideas Podcast on Facebook. That is our number one post of all time. Yeah, it's that, got that many views. Not wow. to be confused with that imposter Facebook site that's popped up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, hey. Bad ideas happen all over the place. Yeah. Some sites was banned. Uh, I, I think they are. They, they have. There, there is a new podcast out there. I think they just released their eleventh episode. I think uh-huh. I saw called really? the Bad Ideas Podcast. <laughs> the eleven <laughs> So they'll be done by fifteen. So they'll be fine. Okay. So I don't know. I haven't had a chance to listen to them yet. I and neither judge. shall you. I want to judge our competition. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yes, the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page. <laughs> the History of Bad, bad Ideas. ideas. Hobie. Yes. Hobie. Uh, we actually even have a new email. What is our new email? HobiePod at gmail.com. Do not use the other one. Stop use, it. Use HobiePod, HobiePod at gmail.com. HobiePod at gmail.com. Gmail. At least for the time being, will still be used, just not checked much. I check it more than you do. Oh, so yeah, I okay. know you do. But so I figured, you know, I'm writing and it's just too long to write the history of bad ideas. <laughs> so I'm like, just something short, you know. Your attention span wanders after. <laughs> oh, the, the, the history of no, never history, mind. Uh, it's not worth it. Pod, whatever. So HobiePod so, at Gmail. So do we have a hook for that? Uh, HobiePod at Gmail.com. It's got to be shorter. HobiePod at Gmail.com. Hello, can you help us? HobiePod at Gmail.com. <laughs> no, Expedia will sue oh, us sorry. if we do that. <laughs> so anyways, the Guardians trailer. 
Love Guardians it. trailer. Is it not awesome? Um, is that February that movie's coming yes. out here in the States? There's an English... going to be subtitled. It is. There is an English subtitle trailer. It's not as good. I like the Russian... Oh, the Russian are, they, are they subtitling it or are they going to release it? They're releasing it in Russia. No, oh, yeah. And then they're dubbed it. Sorry, they dubbed it. They're, they're going to dub it over here? Mm-hmm. I, I always wondered about like all the other countries that speak mm-hmm. other languages. Like How off-putting is it to Hear almost that? every blockbuster you watch is American and... They dub the, you know, foreign languages. I'm just wondering how off-putting that is. So I, I kind of want to see it. I wonder how Kevin Chris react to that in uh, UK when they dub when, when we dub over. Yeah, yeah. off-putting. Yes, yeah. it's kind of like pudding? tough. Pudding. I keep I keep hearing pudding. Mm, pudding. <laughs> well, I got a speech impediment. My T's <laughs> come out sounding like D's. That's my hook. Pudding. Uh, <laughs> no, that's actually that's an Ohio actually specific mm-hmm. Midwest by the way. But the Guardians trailer is from Russia. It's about right. four superheroes. Is Super Putin in it? No, no, no. no. The whole Russian country. Did he direct it? No, <laughs> but he may be shirtless in uh, it. <laughs> he rides a bear. Yes. Well, there's, there's a, a bear, bear in it. He's shirtless and rides a bear. There's a man that turns into a bear. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy that looks exactly like the Winter Soldier, uh, but he has huge the sickles. Yeah. The sickles. He's got the two. hammer and sickle, or just two sickles? Two, two sickles. sickles. So here's uh, the funny thing. It's cool because he spins he... and he turns, holds the blade, so it's like a big blender. Yeah. yeah. Blender is the perfect awesome. word. So these four superheroes come out of retirement or get found again because they were They're a Cold War. You know, era. if you start making fun of this, we're going to be on Putin's hit list. We're not making no, fun of it. It's I awesome. Really want to see it. it I do. Okay, looks just, cool. just make sure. Because I don't want to end up getting sniped on Saturday. No, no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> these bad guys come in, take over Russia, and they re- they basically bring up these four Cold War era superheroes. And they give them new uniforms, and the they have, and it's all very Russian. Like the yeah. one has the sickle, the one is a bear. He turns into a yeah. bear with a machine gun. <laughs> so he's like a lycanthrope. Like yes. that? He's a werebear. He's a werebear. Oh, okay, I got yeah. you now. Like yeah, D and D, Jason. I got you. <laughs> oh, I was thi- I, I was thinking Same. more of uh, that Jeff underworld. Right off the I was thinking underworld. No. <laughs> well, they are. Underworld. Lycans. Underworld. Like, Underworld has he's been a, around longer. He's a, he's a hybrid form. Okay, yes. Uh, and then there's two other ones. Though. Uh, what was the well, one? Probably the lady turns invisible is yeah, she, what I was... Yeah. Since, well, since she became visible in the trailer from being invisible. And then the other one just throws a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, he had like some giant Whips? chain whip thing yeah. or something. Do they swig a lot of vodka? No, stop it. It looks no. good. <laughs> okay. It looks really good and the special effects are decent. Yeah, like... The guy with the bear head that looked... I was expecting it to look completely cheesy, and it looks pretty damn good. Is it sponsored state propaganda? It could be. It could be, but I don't don't care. care. counter the Avengers? It looked very much Guardians of the Galaxy mixed with the Fantastic Four with bloodshed. Ooh. Ooh, Fantastic Four. This looks better than the Fantastic Four. Well, yes. (laughs) And an invisible woman. Yes. These (laughs) fake batarangs we have, courtesy of number one fan Doug, look better than Fantastic Four. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I really want to see it. So go watch Guardians on the History of Bad Ideas well, Facebook page. I hope they dub it so I don't have to read. It looks. Uh, it is dubbed. Trailer is oh, dubbed. Oh, okay, good. So there's another trailer that's not, and it actually yeah. sounds better in Russian. It's like I would love to know what's going on, but it really sounds cool. <laughs> Their English-Russian accents sound better than actually speaking Russian. Yes. That's so. it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I saw Saint Vincent. The Melissa McCarthy, Bill Murray movie. I saw that a couple weeks ago. Is that where On he's Netflix. a neighbor? Yeah. Yes. Did yes. you like it, Jeff? I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. It was unbelievable. 
Really? Yes. I Melissa McCarthy knows really that good. Shits in a sink. <laughs> but she's only in it for about twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. She's she, not in she's it got much. A small point. I, she she kind of bothered me at the beginning of the movie, like when she first moved mm-hmm. in, and but then as the movie went on, she okay. I don't know. It's on Netflix, yeah. and uh, it was it was very well done. Bill Murray kicked ass in it. Bill Murray was great in it. The kid, yeah. uh, and I, I liked how. The whole time I was like, how are they going to make this a happy ending? I don't need this all wrapped up in a boat. And they really don't. No. I mean, and it's kind of make it happy. But not happy-ish, I would say. Yeah. But Bill Murray was great. And I like how she's like yelling at Bill Murray. Yeah. How dare you take him to the track to bed and all this? And you're drinking alcohol. It's like, after one day, you said, hey, can you babysit my kid? Yeah. <laughs> after school. <laughs> I don't think your parenting skills are that strong either there, ma'am. <laughs> and... I liked how they didn't make the ex-husband like the complete jerk. I said like, the same thing to my wife. Because she's going off about he's terrible and this he cheated. and that. And then when he does show up, he actually looks like a caring dad who wants to be there. Not... He's actually fighting for custody mm-hmm. of his son. Yeah. He may be an asshole in the marriage, but he still loves his son. So that was, I, I told my wife the same thing. Uh, and my wife did say, did she not think of background checks for babysitters? <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that would help. <laughs> Just Google them at least. Yes. See what's going on. Mm. But it was very well done. I liked it. So very, uh, I recommend it. I also saw Ghost Heads. What's I that? saw you talking about that Ghost on Twitter. Uh, it's a documentary. It's on Netflix. Mm. Just came out. Uh, it's about, fanat- I love documentaries about people that are fanatical about stuff. Just because I like seeing how, why they are. And yeah. this is about go- people that are Ghostbuster enthusiasts. Oh, okay. And- so like Scab Jeff. Yes, kind of. yes, yeah. yeah. Not Ghost Hunters, Ghostbusters. The, oh, the movies. The, the movies. Of- oh, okay, okay. So it's very interesting. They got all the. They got um, uh, a lot of the characters or the actors from the original movie in it. Okay. Uh, and they they follow people. And like part of it is like, oh, that's really sad that that's this is what you're doing and spending life. And like the one guy's marriage is not the greatest because mm-hmm. he's such a fanatic. Yeah. But then you kind of see why they do it. And a lot of the ghost heads are actually, um, they do a lot for charity. So it's really nice that that's the whole emphasis. It's not like they're just doing cosplay. They do a lot for charity. So it's like, you know what? Good for them. Like they raise donations and that. And a lot of cosplayers do. Yeah. Uh, PGZ Playground? Uh, what is oh, our friends? Uh, <laughs> uh, Playground Zero. Playground Zero. Thank you. Uh, Playground Zero does it in Cincinnati. But... I mean, it is very interesting just to see why people do this and that. So, and it was from all over the world. And it's a fun documentary. It's on Netflix. It's an hour and 20 minutes, I think. So, if you're like me and I, you know, if you like the little fanatical stuff, it's fun to watch. So, did anybody else have anything? Uh, let's see. What is this Torso Bear 3? Well, let's get to Torso Bear. Good friends for a good friend from across the pond, who I always screw up his last name, Brett Uran. Is who I'm going with. You ran. Urine. Urine. There we go. You We're going ran, with ran, you ran so far away. <laughs> couldn't get away. Bum, bum, bum. I knew Dev's going to kill me for that name because he always does. But, Brett, uh, we've talked to him a couple times um, through Twitter and he's been on Snake Oil Podcast. Is he at Flock of Seagull? No, he's <laughs> No, but that would be fun. Oh, okay. Uh, he should. Actually, you ran at Flock of Seagull. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Take it now before somebody else does. <laughs> Mr. Uran. Uh, he made Torso Bear. I got the first two volumes. It's about uh, toys, a stuffed bear who's a detective. Uh, the last one, stuffed uh, Torso Bear, um, 
Uh, I remember Torso Bear. Yeah, Detective uh, Ruxby Bear. He got set, uh, framed and went to prison. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's really good. And each, uh, it's a big graphic novel, but each, there's many different stories that interconnect, and each story is d- usually drawn by somebody new. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's really cool how they do the, that. Yeah, um, he had a Kickstarter on this. For last two. Last two. Mm-hmm. The good news is he's got another Kickstarter in September uh, coming up. Uh, it will be in September 2006. Uh, the first week. September 2016, the whole month. Okay, you said 2006. Sorry, 2016. I'm like, you're about 10 years too late. It's this new thing called Kickstarter. I'm going to get in on the ground floor. <laughs> uh, the first week pledges. If you pledge the first week, you get a special sketch from the creator of the in, on the inside front cover of the book. Ooh. I got that last time with my pledge. Because you were special. I am. Uh, let's see. You got there's a couple uh, base prices. Digital price of six fifty. Uh, the hard copy is twenty. Uh, if you want to add volumes one and two, they're ten dollars. It's half price, which is really good. <laughs> That's really good. Unfortunately, I got all three. Um, and volume three is free if re- you refer five friends who pledge. Wait a minute, we're referring it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> what if we refer a hundred? <laughs> so just give you a quick uh, information on it. I asked him to write me something because I always stumble over some of this. Ruxby Detective Bear has been a hero cop held prisoner on corruption charges, and now he fights for the right as the imaginary city of Toyburg is torn apart by unrest. Uh, let's see. They return to sweet Toyburg, the city, one more time, uh, where the puzzle piece streets thunder with voices raised against Mayor Huggington. In a police force of hired ex-villains, Ruxy Bear is one of the few real cops who pledged to protect and serve all toys, along with his wooden friend, Hasbro. H-A-Z-B-R-O-W. Hasbro. <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, it's it's a low violent, uh, but it's with toys, so it's kind of fun how they do it. And Sounds like he added Suicide Squad to it. It's kind of like Toy Story with to- Suicide Squad. Toys Force of yeah. Ex-Criminals or something? Yes. Uh, the last two I seriously cannot recommend enough. We didn't... We're not getting promoted, you know. We're not getting paid by them or anything. I seriously love the last, his last two. But if five of you order it, Jason <laughs> might get his. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, there's uh, ten different stories. I think this season, uh, this book it might be a little bit more, uh, but tons of different uh, writers uh, and artists. It's actually writers and artists on each little. Oh, he added game. other writers. Mm-hmm. I think they did that on the last one too. Okay. Um, it's been a couple months since I read it. I've read both books a couple times because I love them. So, and I thank Dev from Snake Oil for getting me recommended on them. Yes, thank you, Dev, who just had a birthday a couple days ago. Happy birthday! Yeah, Dev. happy birthday, Big D. So we will talk about this a little bit more in the coming weeks. Torso Bear Three. Look it up on Kickstarter starting next week. And uh, yeah, good luck there, Brett. Torso Bear. And 3. it's also getting uh, distributed in the U.S. by Source uh, Source Point. Ah, Source excellent. Point Press. Yep. Who you know, they is? They have a really neat logo, by the way. They do. It is a cool logo. Yeah, uh, Tra- Travis from uh, Snake Oil is pretty much the head of the Source Point Press, and a lot of the guys on Snake Oil are part of their mm-hmm. uh, little operation. So, yeah, you can listen to them at Snake Oil, and they'll probably be able to tell you more about Source Point and all the, the great books that they are uh, promoting and producing. Mm-hmm. And they're actually coming to the Sentai Comic Expo, too. Yeah. Travis is, so. All right. Let's go, Source Point. Dang. So. Yeah, bitches. Hey, uh, anybody uh, as interested in Westworld as I am? Yes. The new HBO series? Oh, they meant the movie. They, uh, the no, original. no, no, Westworld. Oh. <laughs> well, that that is a good movie. It is a good movie. With uh, Yul Brenner. Yes. 
But uh, they released another extended uh, trailer mm-hmm. uh, this week, and it's looking really good. It's got uh, Anthony Hopkins, is, I guess, is the creator, and he's talking about uh, you know his creations going a little... Um, Wait a minute, this is sounding like the second the Matrix run. movie. No, <laughs> this is better than the Matrix. There's please. Indians involved, and I think a big overall mm. story arc is who's going to be who's a robot and who's who's not. And Wait, that was Blade Runner. Yeah, no, so this is not Matrix yeah. meets Blade Runner, but good. Oh, and Blade artificial good. artificial intelli- intelligence gonna ride. Mm. You know, essentially, because he's talking to his one creation. He's like, bring yourself online. You know, she's like waking up and he's like reminding her that she's a creation. Mm-hmm. You know, there for the paying customers. And Interesting. He, James Marsden is in it. Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff and a lot of good actors that are involved in it. So I'm really looking forward to Westworld. I can't October, wait. October it comes out. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, good. I also saw um, Jeff passed along a DVD to me. Yes. It's the last uh, show. It was the uh, Space Battleship Yamato. And you watched it? 2010 movie, yes. You know, the whole in uh, Japanese anime manga that Star Blazers is based off of. Anime. Anime, sorry. Anime. <laughs> anime. I was just doing it like... Mango. <laughs> mango. <laughs> I mean, no, mango. No mango. No mango. No mango. 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 Was Mango the monkey guy? Chris Catan's yeah. monkey? Okay, I just wanted to make sure... Yeah, you're doing the right impersonation there. Was that the mango or was that the flamboyant character? Mongo. Mongo? Mango. 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 No, no, Mango I was a flamboyant character. Yeah. Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers was a monkey. Was a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Mr. Peepers. Mango was the flamboyant yeah, something. Yeah, actor mm. or yes. whatnot. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, actually, it was really cool. I like how they did uh, a lot of the bringing to life in the animation, which is almost spot on in the uh, Star Blazers the anime, you know, the anime, yeah. anime, anime, anime. The anime. <laughs> this is about as good as him doing Sug Knight. The animated, <laughs> yeah, as in the animated mango yeah, you, uh, you version. You can say it however you want. I just yeah. always do the whole it's a, very oh, choppy like, presentation. Like anime. Hey, hey. Yeah, that's so how they say it in the anime movies. Yeah, so it was great. The Yamato or the Argo, depending upon you know what fan you are of the, depending the on animated mango you watch. <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool to them literally bring in you know the bridge, the overview, the, the everything in, involved. You know the tigers and the Cosmo Zero. I mean, it was really awesome to see it like in an actual live action movie. And I really enjoyed it, and I even uh, asked uh, my wife, I was like, uh, so when am I going to get uh, my uh, Star Blazers leather jacket? You know, <laughs> I want a Wild Star slash Kodai, you know, did white she resp- jacket with the big Did she respond? Arrow. I married a child. No, she loves that she was a fan of the cartoon okay. uh, herself, you know, which, which is great. So, so we uh, watched it with great anticipation, and we enjoyed it. I think we enjoyed a lot of the fact that it was a movie about our favorite, you know, Saturday, you know, weekday morning cartoon saga series. So if you think about it, they took an entire season, which would be like 36 episodes or something like that, squeeze it into, uh, you know, about a two hour movie. And uh, so they did the whole trip to Iskandar and back and they threw in some curveballs, you know, from the actual storyline which uh, puts you on the edge a little bit. So they changed it up a little bit so you knew so that uh, they kept a lot of things similar to what you expected. 
but they threw that little curveball in there so there's something new for you in the movie. So it was kind of like the remake of Ghostbusters, where it's pretty much the same movie, but they threw a little curveball and made them all women. No. Oh. I feel like Ghostbusters might be better. No. No, no, Jason. It's got to be funnier than AmFam. (laughs) Actually, you know, it's got got that uh, that goofy, well, I guess we would call goofy, Mm -hmm. that, you know, goofy Japanese humor, which is real quick and sharp and a little over the top, you know, a little bit slapstick. Did you ever see Cowboy Bebop? I've heard of Cowboy Bebop, and it's probably because you've asked me about this before. I never could get into it. No? Never could. Everybody says if you're going to do anime, that's the one you should watch. Oh, that's the one you should watch? Or right? one of them, yeah. yeah. I never so could... if you don't like that, you should bother not bother Yeah, and I, I could never get into yeah. anime. I'm glad that people like it. I just, yeah. Cowboy, and that's why, that's why I was well, the one. Well, that's what I liked about a lot of the Star Blazers, you know, cartoons. It was, you know, the animated mango stuff, mm. but it wasn't way Japanese. <laughs> I'm just laughing at Mango. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got the really cool hair, you know, cool Pokemon oh, yeah. hair, you know, and the you know, and the uh, the Sonic hair, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. But, but do they have not, big but swords? Really goofy. No, they don't. Oh. But not really goofy. But I, I do remember as a kid trying to understand why the Doctor was always acting goofy, because in the American version of the cartoon, you know, he's he's always carrying a bottle of like clear liquid, and he's always hiccuping bubbles and stuff. In the Japanese version, that's sake. Ah, so and he's, he's all, the reason he's always goofy is because he's drinking sake. And in the American version, because it's for ch- children, they make it water. And you're as a kid, you're like, why is he so wacky with water? <laughs> he's wacky on sparkling water. Yeah, it's a lot of fluoride in it. But in the uh, <laughs> battle spaceship, you know, space battleship Yamato, released in 2010. The doctor they made a they made her a female and she carries a cat just like the cartoon, and she's got a big bottle of sake with her all the time. And it's just like yes, some things stay the same. And she was played by Melissa McCarthy. No, oh, a bunch of Japanese actors that you don't know or probably would never recognize. But you've traveled uh, the world. Do you like sake? Uh, sake's like uh, a Japanese grain alcohol is essentially what it is. Yeah, I, I've had it. I was yeah. just wondering if you liked it. Anything that's harsh like that's gonna burn. Mm-hmm. You just you just uh, smile and drink it and be kind for the Japanese for the person customs. that bought it for you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're saying no, you don't like it. It's like grappa. Have you had grappa? I've never even heard of grappa. I've had old Italian guys buy me grappa, and I don't know if it's because they're playing a mean joke on me because I can speak Italian and all that kind of stuff. It's like here, have some grappa. And I'm like, oh god, please no. I, I've seen porn start like that with yeah. old Italian men giving people that. <laughs> no. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just as long as they're not, like, Hungarian or something. Yeah. Uh, the only sad thing is it was nice to listen to the movie with their original voices because it was subtitled in English. But I yeah. would like to have a dubbed English version if available. Because, you know, I, I, I reading subtitles doesn't really bother me. I just am bothered by the fact that while I'm reading the subtitle, I may miss something visual on, on the screen. screen. I, I mean, I mean, I can sped red really fastest... But you know, I can speak. You know, you can read really fast, but you, yeah. you're, you're you're pressured to read real quick and look, and you know, yeah. not miss what's going on the screen. The problem I usually I enjoyed have with it. it is I, I like read the whole thing, yeah, and, and then you look up and they're just talking and talking and talking, and you're like, really it takes oh, you yeah, that long like, to oh, say that much? It's the- or something that's really long and the action happens really fast, yeah. which happens in Japanese movies, by the way. Yeah, and you're like, damn it, I just missed. It. Hold on, let me like, go back and look at that. Rewind, rewind. But no, it was really cool. They had the uh, yeah, the, the old Captain Avatar outfit, which I, I want for Halloween now. <laughs> I want that jacket, man. That is awesome jacket and hat. But uh, 
IMDb's got it rated at 6.1, and I think that's about an accurate... It's, a, it's an accurate 6 out of 10. Okay. Oh, so Entertainment Weekly would say B+. Plus. A B minus. Oh, yeah, that's right. So essentially a B minus. Yeah, exactly. No, but I, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I was giddy at the fact that it that it existed, and I actually got to see it. So, yes, thank you for the uh, DVDs. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, manga or anime, uh, I anime mango. Uh, yeah, I've been watching the new Voltron show, series. Oh yeah. On, uh, how is it? I've gone through I, I, one episode. I'm halfway through. It's good. I actually like it. I've heard nothing but great things. And my son and I are watching it, but it's been slow because like he goes yeah. back and forth on what he wants to watch. I mean, it's like I think the biggest problem I ever had in watching stuff like that was it felt like this seems to be it's written for the English language, so it's like things aren't going real fast at some points and real slow at others, and and that's usually my biggest problem with dubbing movies is. You know, to say something this, we got a lot to say uh, in English real quick that they only have three words to say in Japanese. It takes us 12 in English, and yeah. and, that, that, and so they talk real fast, and then other times they say two words, and they're still moving their mouths, and you're like, ah, oh, quit that. But uh, so that doesn't there because it's drawn for English or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, but it, 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 I like it. It's what I think Voltron should be. Is there bloodshed? Uh, I don't think I've seen any blood. Okay, they're, they're, they're robots fighting. I mean, people yeah. are dying, but are, you're not. That's okay. If that, are, I just, are there yeah. long five ten minute dialogues in the middle of battle that the battle just seems to stop while they have this dialogue? around them? <laughs> because that happened a lot in space battleship. Yeah. It's like my I wife and I commented. I was like, no. you know, you're in this heated battle. And you have this ten minute dialogue and everything like stops. It's like, you know, the gamelas, you know, stop like, oh, oh, hold on, they're talking. <laughs> hold on. Okay, now we can find it. Better question, when's your wife yeah. come back on the air? Uh, I don't know, when she can find a topic that she's interested in. So <laughs> obviously young juvenile things that we do aren't very <laughs> She's married to you, she would get along. Exactly. <laughs> we need to bring her back. Uh, well, we need the female perspective on something. Yes. We'll bring yes. her back in. Uh, real quick, uh, we are going to do the comp- the contest for uh, the Jeff Morris's book. Yes. I'll read Jeff's book. The I'll read Jeff's book comp- yeah, competition. Uh, we got we got a lot of uh, picks, so we yeah, will draw Jeff. the name That's out right. of a hat. We may even do it Facebook Live. Hey, let's think about that. Some Ooh. of the names that we got. Uh, we got a lot. We got R.J. Holt. R.J. Holt. Nickel. Nickel. Dev. Dev. Genie. Genie at TJ TJL High. Yes. Jordan. Oh, I love Jordan. Hojo B1. Pam. Pam Morris. couple podcasts are in there. there Three is go. comedy. Three is comedy. Cinephiles. 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 Cinebites. Yes. Jimmy Riggins. Uh, Just in Time. Podcast. And the 1980s movie Graveyard Podcast. All right. So we got some uh, good ones in there. Okay, we are back with the contest here. We go, and we're going Facebook Live as well on the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Yeah, but before we roll, we have to announce the significance of the 12-sided die. There's 12 contestants. 12 contestants. This is a 12-sided die. Now, anybody that's a fan of Dungeons & Dragons mm-hmm. knows that you never use the 12-sided die for anything other than some random weapon damage. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 
Warhammer damage or something. Yeah. This is this is from Jeff's bag of dice. All right. Um, got Hank here guarding my bag of dice. Does he always guard your bag of dice? He always guards my bag of okay. dice. Okay. All right, You're so doing... this is going to be exciting. One through 12. We've uh, signed numbers one through 12. Here they are. Woo, take a look. <laughs> Those are production notes. There you go. Okay. And also, here's the uh, outline of all the bullshit. Mm. Yes, we're a Facebook Live. Okay, moving on. Here we go. Rolling the dice. You ready, Rolling guys? Rolling the dice. And that will be five. Number, five. number five. Oh my God, that is Jordan. He wins this. So congratulations, Jordan. Uh, we will be sending this to you. Uh, I think you've won another he's, one. He's yeah. a two-time winner on Hobie. Hey, wait a minute. Do we have to exclude him because he's won a contest before? It's I think, been over a year. It's right? been over a year. He won the Kevin Smith uh, book last time, the autograph book. So guess what? Uh, you've won <laughs> Jeff Worse's autograph book this time. <laughs> All right. Uh, note for anybody else. Is there any contest with books? <laughs> Jordan uh, is not allowed. Next, yeah, Jordan's not, Jordan's not allowed to win the third one in a row. Congratulations, Jordan. Uh, there you go. Uh, so, Jordan, congratulations. Yay. Let's go. Uh, we do a quick thing before we get into listener feedback. Uh, let's do uh, the Twitter poll of the week. Jeff? Twitter poll of the week. Okay. Regarding our newest episode of Hobie, number 138. Our latest. Yes. Shouldn't it be latest episode? Because we're on 139. Recent. Most recent. This was on Twitter. I was reading this oh, thing. Oh, okay. Sorry. There you go. Uh, who is the coolest villain, villain in pop culture? Okay, number four. We had a tie for fourth place. So that'd be third place. Yeah, maybe. Uh, a twelve percent. Darth Vader, who was number one. We thought last we week. Thought it was going we to be thought it Vader, would. and was it Bob asked the question? Yes, Bob. And uh, tied with Han- Hannibal Lecter. So there um, you go. Darth Vader and Hannibal Lecter. Second place. It was a close one at thirty-five percent. The Joker from Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, that sounded like salacious crumb. Oh. Uh, for, <laughs> let's not do that. There you go. And number one at 41% of the vote. This was a popular poll this week. Yeah. Mr. Burns. Excellent. Excellent. Who is that man? Uh, so, uh, Homer Simpson, sir. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, yes, uh, great job for Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Burns. I could see that. I have no issue with any of these guys. No, Hannibal Lecter I'm not like. a big fan of, but I could see the other three I'm fine with. I'm a fan of Lecter, but I consider him more not a villain. Okay. More not he, a villain? More Why? not a villain than a villain. He was a cannibal. But he was helping the good guys. Only because he could get out and eat more brains. Well, still, he was mm, helping. The, the villain of Silence with the Lambs a little was, bit of was Buffalo Bill. <laughs> The villain of Red Dragons was uh, Dollarhide. Uh, I mean, I never saw Hannibal, so maybe he was the villain of that. No, 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 no. <laughs> the whole film was a villain. The, the, that was awful. Yeah. You're talking about the movie, right? Yeah. With Ray Liotta? Yes. Oh. I haven't Mr. seen the TV Man. show either. Let's get rid of Jodie Foster. That's a good move. Ray Liotta, that's the one where he made him, where he ate his brain while he yes. was still alive. Yeah. Yes. Because there are no nerve endings in your brain. Nope. So uh, let's do some listener feedback. Blake, let's do this. All right. Listener feedback. We start off with this uh, guy named Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. He's Doug says, would a remake of Beverly Hills Chihuahua make more than Ben-Hur? I think it would. As terrible as a remake of Beverly Hills Chihuahua would be. Uh, From what Ben-Hur has done, it probably would. Oh, we're getting to it. 
We're getting to uh, it. We'll be discussing that. Uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, I never saw, but I think it does have George Lopez in it. I think he did a voice. <laughs> yes. So I knew that was annoying from the get-go then. Oh, he was probably one of the best voices in there. George right? Lopez. Hey. Rosie Perez. Is I he think, the Chihuahua? You kind of did Speedy Gonzalez there. No, that's George Lopez. I feel like this is no, more that rough. sounded like Cheech Marin. Yeah, it did, actually. Oh. <laughs> feel like this is borderline bad. <laughs> we should go on. Hey, Chung, man. Hey, man. Hey, that was good. I'll give you that one. Thank I'll you. give you that one. I could do that Cheech. One. I could do Cheech. I could do Cheech. Uh, it it's sounds southern, though. I got the stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, nah, I don't have nothing. Okay. Yeah, I watch, oh, yeah, that's that's right. where you draw the line in insulting people <laughs> with your accent. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a boomtada. <laughs> the Corsican brothers. Can we get Cheech, uh, that Cheech and Chong back? I think we need a remake. Didn't they do something recently? I think they did actually, but uh, I was if kidding. It wasn't the Corsican brothers. No, that was an old one. No, that was old. Okay, no, move on. Cheech and Chong. All right, Bob's back again this week. Different Bob. Bob. This is just from Bob. Bob. Not to be confused with the Bob Studios. Or, of course, it would be pretty weird if our studio was sending us their own fan mail. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe that's just Jason's alter ego. Maybe. Oh. All right. So anyways, from Bob. It's all lowercase. It's capital B, lowercase O, and lowercase B. B. So that's not the studios because they're all no, uppercase. That's right. Said, uh, who did Jessica Alba piss off that now she has to do a sequel to a Jason Statham movie? Uh, Could she, it because she did Jupiter Rising or whatever that was? Did she do that? I don't know. No, that was no. Mila Kunis. Yeah, oh, Mila same Kunis thing. Was in that, yeah, Jessica Alba, Mila Kunis. <laughs> uh, she pissed off the people who went and saw the first two uh, Fantastic Four movies that she was in. Ugh. I didn't realize that uh, Tommy Lee Jones is in the Mechanic movie, too. Yeah, I think I saw him in the Tommy events. Lee Jones. I was like, who the how, Seriously. One, right. who the hell Does cares about... Does he play a marshal? No. <laughs> <laughs> Does he play a law enforcement guy? He goes after... play the worst federal marshal ever because he keeps losing guys on his watch. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's innocent. What are the odds? <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> what are the odds? He's innocent and you know, being unrightfully, you know, wrongfully so good indicted. So good. Second one's so awful. You know, Jessica Alba. Now, is she wearing like a bikini like in uh, blue, whatever it was? Blue I Crush. Think Blue Crush. Mm. Mm. Blue Crush. She was Dark Angel, wasn't she? Yes, she was Dark yeah, Angel. That's what she was at her best. Mm-hmm. Well, I like Jessica Alba. Yeah. I don't know why she's in this movie, though. I really have no clue. For, so, some, yeah. for some reason. I sometimes we... get her confused with Jessica Biel. Yeah. I, was, I was about to yeah. mention Chuck and Larry. I'm like, no, that's the wrong one. For some reason, the, the reason Blue Crush sticks in my mind very well is because we got that movie uh, delivered to us, and we played it up on the side of the wall uh, when we were over when we were in the combat zone in Afghanistan, and uh, we had a full house when that movie started. <laughs> but by the time the movie ended, there weren't a lot of people hanging out. The bathrooms were filled. I don't think it was. <laughs> I, I don't think it because it was a bad movie. <laughs> Uh, Life's rough sometimes. Who's bringing sand into the tent? Come on! Have you ever talked to any military guy and just say Foxy News? Everybody knows what you're talking about. (laughs) All right, so anyways. Yeah, I guess you pissed somebody off. Yeah, we're going with it. All right, from uh, Cheeto Bandito, a wannabe salty language guy, Mm. by email. Yes, we got an email at the History of Bad Ideas. I, I, I saw somebody that could type to up the... insult you over uh, Twitter? Twitter. He could, because I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. 
And you know what? Here's a, go ahead and read the email. Cheeto Bandito, who actually typed out the entire long email. Yes. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, Cheeto Bandito, in the future, you just need to write to... HobiePod at gmail.com. There you go. You're welcome. We did this for you. <laughs> this guy actually wrote to us, and it's a long email. Let's save him some time. Yeah, he says, I was listening to the last episode. A couple episodes ago, actually. And I swear, although I may be mistaken... That when you guys were talking about Stranger Things, <laughs> that Jason said Matthew <laughs> Modi was unrecognizable, had a beard, and did a great job as sheriff. Well, I'm on episode two, and he doesn't play the sheriff. Maybe that is why he is unrecognizable? I did not pick up on that. I'm so glad you fuckers didn't pick up on yeah. that. Yeah. Because I'm like... Seriously, I can't even yeah. recognize him. He's yeah. doing a good job. And then I watched it the following night, another episode. I was like, I'm a fucking moron. That's, <laughs> yeah. not, that's not Matthew Moody. <laughs> that's Matthew Moody. Yeah, it was before I watched it, so I didn't know who he played, so I apparently didn't think much of it. I remember you saying he was unrecognizable. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Cheeto Bandito, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm Although watching. maybe that's why, that's probably why I thought he was going to play the sheriff because they went to the sheriff and I'm like, I don't know, maybe he doesn't play the sheriff. And then he's a creepy scientist. Well, if you like me for four episodes, you thought he was the sheriff. <laughs> I knew who Matthew Modi was immediately. I... Because oh, you're like, you know, he's doing an awesome you know, job. You know, plays a great young, skinny high school girl. She's almost unrecognizable. It doesn't look like she aged a bit. As our download numbers have said, we are no longer mentioning Winona Ryder by name. <laughs> she does not exist anymore. Oh, yeah, so uh, thanks, Bandita, for calling me out. I was hoping that would slide, and I was waiting for somebody to call me out on it because I needed to. for calling him out. Thank you for calling him out. That is so wonderful. Great. Ah, yes. So thanks, Cheeto. And I hope it doesn't get you in trouble with the guys at Salty Language because apparently they get mad when he talks to other podcasts. I know. I know. Ooh, a little jealousy. You know what? Two-timing? Is he two-timing? Uh, it you might know... be three-timing because he, he, I know he's talked to the Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. I'm going to lay it out there for Cheeto. Uh, if you become our number one fan, number two fan, Doug's number one, <laughs> if you become our number two fan... You will never be a wannabe. You will be the Hobie guy. Just saying. I'm putting it out there, Cheeto Bandito. So, let's go. Uh, who's our Who's our next question from, Blake? Was this in my... Yeah. I don't remember this question. Did you add this one? He added it today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nick Albright at LBR Nick. Amazing we have sponsors. He says, if Jeff were to ask a question. Oh, yeah. Lube me up, baby. Which question will it be? Which question would Jeff ask? What question oh. would you ask, Jeff? Yeah. Uh-huh. You guys have thoughts? He's teasing us, yeah. Oh, I was waiting for you guys to answer. I'm going to say Jeff's question is, how many pieces of pizza is too much? That is a good question. Yes, eh? Is it a full 12 Ooh. or 6? Is oh. it a spicy pepperoni 
Or are you going with the Italian sausage? sausage. <laughs> <laughs> or the Yardo beef? Mm, yeah. I don't know what the Yardo beef oh, is. Oh, you will. <laughs> so, Nick, why don't you answer that question next week? How much pizza is too much? Hey, any pizza is a personal pizza if you've got the time. That's it? Any pizza is a personal pizza if you've got the time. You're the winner, Jeff. That's exactly what we had. That's not a question. That's a statement. Yeah, I know. I was saying <laughs> Nick Albright, you answer that next week. Moving right. on. Who do we got? Okay, my question actually is why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randall Holt at RJ Holt 666. He's not evil. Just handled that way. Said, so why is real, in quotation marks, wrestling not an Olympic event? Hashtag Team USA. Hashtag LF. Listener feedback. Left field. Uh, I think the reason is I think a lot more people would watch Olympics if there was a lot more chairs involved, maybe yeah. cage matches. Uh, you could have Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle. But everyone would boo the Russians. They always boo the Russians. Rusev could be in it. He's a Bulgarian. Russians don't like that. That's true. Yeah, that could be the reason. I don't don't know. You know, that'd be a perfect uh, event because they can be steroided up and not get kicked out. There is no longer steroids in the uh, WWE. So they say. Except for Brock Lesnar. Allegedly. He's a part-time wrestler. We don't don't drug test him. (laughs) Wait a minute. You can't do that. Allegedly. (laughs) I will say somebody that isn't taking steroids and who is the man, he won the Universal belt last night. Kevin Owens, baby. I saw that he won. Triple H came in, pedigreed Roman Reigns, pedigreed Rollins. He turned on Seth Rollins, looked at Owens and said, fucking pin him. Not really, but he said, pin him. And Owens pinned him. Owens, you the man. I, I have to cheer for Owens because he's a protege of uh, of Jericho. Yes. Yes. And anything that Jericho brings to the table, I'll be a fan of. Jericho tweeted today, congratulations, uh, Kevin Owens, on becoming universal champion. We're going to make a great champion. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Jericho. <laughs> no, Owens deserves it. And now you lay the groundwork for Sami Zayn to win the Rumble, and there's your WrestleMania match. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Sami gets the redemption. If you don't know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have been wrestling for years against each other. They were friends, turned, became friends, turned again. In every organization, they followed each other. They're really good friends outside the in, you know the script. Out of, out of story. But their, their plot... Their uh, feud is based on Batman and Joker, and they've oh, always they've even mentioned we're destined to do this all the time forever, and they keep fighting each other, and every time they they raise the bar. So, uh, yeah, I, I love Kevin Owens, and it was great to see him. I was worried they were going to put it on the fucking druggy Reigns because he was he was suspended for it. I can't say allegedly anymore, uh, but yeah. So thank you, Kevin Owens. So, thank you, Triple H. Never thought I would say that, but thank you, Triple H. Yeah, never thought you would say that. Nah, nah. I actually think Triple H has a genius mind for NXT, and he's pushed a lot of the young guys now. If you haven't been wrestling before, and you or you like wrestling, you've just been away from it, now's the time they're pushing every new person. So I should start watching it again? You should, actually. Cena's not in it much anymore. Um, you know, they're pushing the right people, and it's a lot of young guys. You'll, now's the perfect time to catch on. So All right. I think I'm going to try and get back into wrestling. Yo, yeah! <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Listener feedback. As long as they brought back... Stop it. A Piper's Pit. They do. Jericho does it. Right. Jericho does, does a good job. Yeah. Right. Miz does so. a good job, too. Is it called Piper's Pit? No. Well, no, well, because he's dead. <laughs> you can do it out of respect for Rally. Have you yeah. seen Jericho? Well, he's he, not doing that. Well, if he does it, 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 as long as he beats up his guest every weekend... 
That's awesome. All right. Well, time out on the side note here, yeah. Blake. You'll appreciate this. There's a four-man elimination match last night on Raw for the Universal title because Finn Balor got hurt, so it was vacant. And they had four people in the ring and one guy interviewing them. Yeah. What do you think happened? The four contestants or the four competitors. What do you think happened by the end of the interview segment? They, they all got started. The- they all fought. <laughs> There's the old school. It's like, well, who didn't see this coming? Yeah. Well, I have a question then. If uh, Jericho's the one doing the interviews, does that mean that Kevin Owens is going to have to stand in the back with a cast on his arm? No, like a cowboy like Bob Orton. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> said that cast on for years that can't be sanitary <laughs> i think he removes it after every show no he doesn't that, he, he, he is playing the role let's wrap this up so how do you really feel about that topic jason <laughs> you want to talk ab fab shut the fuck up <laughs> oh, we, we actually didn't really discuss the olympics though that's all right next question will help. next question doctor number one and doctor number one why is it every time i turn on the olympics it was tennis, basketball, and soccer. Do you not have a job? You turned it off at the wrong on the wrong time because yeah. Every time I turned it on, I was swimming in women's beach volleyball. I saw a lot of track. I saw, I saw track. I love swimming. track. I saw pole vault more this year. I didn't see much gymnastics. I usually see a lot of that. I missed the. Gymnastics. Did you watch? Any that was on earlier usually. Did you watch any of the ping pong or the table tennis? I, I saw highlights. When they were doing the slow motion ping pong, mm. their faces that these people make playing <laughs> ping pong. Hilarious, man. That's all I got. Is that say. the competition they have to do it in super, slow Super, <laughs> yeah, super intense, like face things. <laughs> and they're, they're, it's like they're playing ping pong. They're 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 doing Forrest Gump back and forth, you know. So apparently, according to Jeopardy, ping pong is considered a racket sport. Yes. Okay. I'm like that's paddle. not a racket. It's a paddle. Yeah. Yeah, but I can but see it as a racket sport if you're going to classify well, it. Well, they asked a question about this racket Ooh. sport, blah blah blah, and like ping oh. pong was my first answer. I'm like, no, ping pong doesn't use rackets they use paddles and then the answer is uh, ping pong i went those aren't rackets i want to see them strings. do i want to see them do the big tennis rackets next time yeah. <laughs> blame the europeans yeah oh, blame the asians oh okay well, oh great now we're hitting everybody <laughs> we saw what happened when we made fun of alabama or mississippi i can't remember what happened mississippi it was, it was tennessee Al- <laughs> it was nashville arkansas louisiana god dang it forget it we made fun of alabama <laughs> they're not listening to us anymore so we don't want to offend the other we lost a lot of people yet. in alabama we do apologize we, we lost him but remember it's not badminton it's badminton <laughs> yeah there's an n in there yes actually we did lose more than one person in alabama it's just there's only one iPhone in Alabama, so they all gathered around it. It was like a campfire. <laughs> kind of like the 50s or 40s around the radio. Yes, yes. What's this thing you got here? Oh, uh, this is an iPhone. Can you make phone calls? No, but you can listen to fake radio shows. <laughs> Let's do it. So Alabama really hates us. Send your complaints to Jason at Graphic Novice. Okay. <sighs> Uh, I think that was it, right? That's it. Okay. Let's do a previous segment that we've, or a segment we've done in the past. We haven't done it in a while. We have not done it in a while. One good thing. It's called One Good Thing. And uh, if you didn't get that by his, <laughs> one good thing. One good thing. There's a lot of negativity out there. The history of bad ideas. Is very negative. And no, we're very right. positive. No, I'm very negative. Shut up. This is a way to spread positivity. This is pre- yes, we all about positive vibes. I like crossbows. So, <laughs> Blake like probably does not remember this segment. <laughs> we take a movie or something. We take something, something. and something we have to, from pop culture that is universally panned as awful. Take a drink, and 
We try to find one good thing about it. So First well, thing. So people like send this send this into yes. us and say try and find one good thing about this. This week, Geely. Geely. G E. That's easy. What's that? One good thing about Geely. The movie. Yeah. Uh, J Lo doing uh, yoga. Yoga. That was uh, my pick. I was gonna say just J Lo's butt. Okay, so that was the one good. That was easy. That, that was easy. easy. That was good easy. Job. That was sent over We're eight fine. months ago. Over eight months ago, someone wanted to know that. Hopefully, they're still. If listening. you're still listening, we got around to it. <laughs> this was your feedback. Give or take eight the, months. The, the new intern went back and scoured the old. Uh, the good news is. Uh, we are going to do a flashback show to all of our old segments that we don't do much anymore. <laughs> We're getting to it. Flash. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nicholas Cage is the number two. One good thing. One good thing. About Nicholas Cage. I'm going to say uh, Con Air. You oh, know. God, you hurt me. That's a terrible thing. Okay, I fine. Find uh, one good thing about Con Air. Okay, fine. Fine. That. The Rock. The movie The Rock. Uh, you know, sun- Sunday night, uh, National Treasure was on, and oh. uh, Female oh. Perspective made me watch it. And? I fell asleep. It wasn't. I was trying to go to bed. National Tre- Kruger is worth watching. The she first was. National Treasure is not bad. It, it, it's, it's not actually bad. All right. it really And it's got Sean Bean, and he doesn't die in the end. Yeah, I know. I do it like how they're caught, so though. protective uh, with the Constitution, but then you get to the like halfway through, like they're using gloves and then plastic. By the second yeah. one, they're using hands and just throwing just it across throwing the water. Around. Yeah, it's like, exactly. I think it's going to disintegrate. Hey, if you're dousing that in lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think it's going to survive. No. All right, no. my one good thing on Nicholas Cage. And, and is, how could this be this huge cavernous thing <laughs> underneath New York City with the subways and shit? Come on, <laughs> that's where you did shoot. Come on, <laughs> come on. That was, that's why I lost it right there. <laughs> come on, you steal the Constitution is one thing. <laughs> I'm gonna say raising Arizona. That's the one good thing with Nicholas Cage. I, Agree. I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to change. I'm not going I, to do a movie. I'm going to do, he's a comic book geek. Well, wait a minute. I like Nicholas Raising Cage. Arizona. Comic book geek's a bad name. That's why I can't. I like Raising Arizona, but it wasn't because Nicholas Cage was in it. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't because Holly he was Hunter. in it. Nothing I liked yeah. because he was in it, but he actually pulls off his role. role. And he, he, yeah. actually, he actually, his, well, it's tough to say, Style of acting, yeah, worked for that movie. It did. You know, the monotone can't really deliver lines well. It worked for that character. It was good. Yeah. All right. I will agree. Raising Arizona. Ooh. I was going to change it to when he was known as Nicholas Coppola because you keep bringing that up. Because <laughs> you know what, he want Nicholas Cage wants us to forget that Blake won't let it. I won't let that drop. He was credited as Nicholas Coppola. Better director than Sofia Coppola. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so there's your one good thing. If you got something, send it to hobiepod at gmail.com. So it was actually kind of easy this time yeah, around. Yeah, this week was. Yeah. Uh, send your one good thing in. I'm looking at you, number one fan, Doug. Uh, I'm looking at you, RJ Holt. Uh, you guys like watch a lot of crap. Help us out. Hey, I'm looking at a you, Jordan. You want a, a, a book. Co- book contest? Give us a one good thing. That doesn't do us. Yeah, that doesn't really make a good noise flipping the book by the mic. Or or if you never sent something in, send one in. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Okay, let's get this going here. Doug Lyman. Lyman? Lyman. Edge of Tomorrow will direct Justice League Dark, a.k.a. Dark Universe. 
There was speculation if Justice League Dark would even get off the ground once uh, original director Guillermo del Toro uh, parted ways with the project. But Variety just announced that Warner Brothers has replaced him with Lin- uh, Lim- Lyman. Didn't he do the first Born movie? He did. He did Born Identity and he did uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, those story details are under wraps for now. The site does confirm the team will consist oh. of... <laughs> there it is on the next page. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Born Identity, yeah. yes. Uh, it will be John Constantine. So that WB show will not happen now. Oh, really? Probably not. Swamp Thing, Dead Man, Zatanna, and Ectring the Demon. Ectring? Ectron? The uh, end. Etrigan? Thank you, the demon. I've seen him. In, uh, he was in the uh, comic book when DC did the uh, New 52. He was decent. I have no problem with that. Uh, Piers Lyman will no longer direct Fox's Gambit movie. So Gambit has now lost two directors for those keep, keeping score at home. All right. Uh, Gambit's never happening, people. Uh, it might happen in 2038. Tates, we got an open spot for you <laughs> on the show. You can sit right here. We right, do not right lose directors. Uh, we're not going anywhere. We love you, Tates. Uh, you could even Skype in once in a while, but the, the requirement is you have to come into the studio. I, um, my wife may listen then. Yeah. Or she may <laughs> even come down. She may. <laughs> she should only listen if you go Facebook Live and do a, a abs of stripping Tate. or something. Abs of Tate. <laughs> I would uh, like to know why Guillermo del Toro keeps getting replaced on directing jobs. I feel like his vision in everything is so big. So big or so weird? Maybe. Uh, he was pe- People, the producers who have like tight reins should never hire Guillermo del Toro because he wants to do his thing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Mal- kind of like Edgar Wright and Ant-Man type thing. He was supposed to, he was uh, linked to Mount, Mouth of Madness. What was that movie? Uh, at the yeah. Mountain of Madness, uh, or it whatever. Sounded it sounded real cool, and I'm trying to remember. By, uh, the Lovecraft stuff. Um, and he was directed for that for a while. And uh, Blake, are you getting stripped? No, I'm trying to scratch my back. There's no back scratcher here. I thought you were trying to compare your you know, abs to abs the bl- to to abs to, Blake's uh, lifting his shirt here my and abs, shaking it. <laughs> my abs are a little more marshmallowy. <laughs> I have a keg. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, yeah, let's just say Gambit will never happen. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is doing Pacific Rim 2, though. Uh, as yeah. long as his big robots fighting alien creatures, <laughs> he's okay. Better than uh, Michael Bay. Charlie Hunnaman is not coming back for that, though. So, uh, Number two, NBC has, brought, has bought, uh, yeah, bought the rights to the Ark. <laughs> A high-concept, I'll use that loosely, drama spec from Robert Zemeckis Image Movers. The project, a grounded, yeah, sounds right, modern retelling of the Noah's Ark story, because that's a that's a grounded one in the book. Well, wasn't that called Evan Almighty? Ugh. From the Bible Centers on an engineer who, after the death of his wife, has a vision to construct a ship capable of sustaining life in space. When the build oh, happens, space. I get it now. When the build happens to coincide with the coming end of the world, he is one lucky bastard. Look at that no timing. Kidding. The engineer realizes there may be a larger story at play. The arc originated at 20th Century TV's cable division, Fox 21 TV Studios, then migrated to the broadcast studio when it was determined that the drama was better suited to network TV. 
Or they're just like, this can't work. Let's put it on but network. But they go to Fox's network and went to NBC. That's why I said they went yeah. to NBC because they knew it wouldn't work. Mm. Well, Fox wouldn't give it time anyway. They'd cancel it after three episodes because it didn't. this high concept didn't get a And the following. pilot would be the third in the whole series oh, of the yeah. show. They'd wait till the end to show the pilot. It's a goofy thing that they do over there at Fox. Uh, I mean, the, we love you, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the arc's getting a lot of play. You know, it, it had the, you know, Evan Almighty. It had... Uh, our Noah's face. Ark and our yeah Noah's Ark Noah then, Noah sorry Noah, the Noah. Noah. Yeah. yeah Noah and then of course you know the completion of the uh, creation quote, museum uh, creation museum mm-hmm. actual life size Ark in Kentucky Kentucky that uh, had, 40 that had dinosaurs here. on it <laughs> yes it does uh, you should Two go of on every animal creation museum in Kentucky built an Ark uh, seven stories high uh, you should really go to it uh, it is impressive that they built it with it wood is in that impressive that's a... But then there's dinosaurs on it. So, yeah. so my not... question is, they got the ark. Do they have like the unicorns outside the ark drowning? No. No. <laughs> the dinosaurs ate the unicorns. But my question uh, is, because, if there's dinosaurs... Noah wasn't really good at putting animals, you know, separating by predators and, you know, herbivores and carnivores. And the, rap- the dinosaurs ate the unicorns. He should have learned how to play the game Evolution. <laughs> yes. Raptor was next to the horse. It was a bad sign. <laughs> it was not, not good. No. My question is, if they're on, if the dinosaurs are on the ark, why are they not alive now? Get, because just... they're oil. Oh! <laughs> but it happened right after the ark? I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, they, I, they were jettisoned when they needed to get rid of extra weight. Maybe they're in space. Ooh. They, they were the jets and they pushed overboard. <laughs> it's like the, on a cruise ship, you get rid of the trash. <laughs> that's right. They're the aliens sending that mysterious beacon to us. Dinosaurs Ooh, from outer space. In space. Right. <laughs> uh, I the arc. Uh, here's the thing. I think it could work if the first season, your your the whole idea is you're building this and you're learning about this catastrophe. First season ends with the catastrophe happening and the ship going up into space. The rest of the series for the next whatever seasons, well, it's NBC, so one more season, uh, you just have a space story. So I would love to see him on the getting ship. all the animals mm-hmm. And then it turns out arc. that it's just the prelude to Battlestar Galactica. There you go. I like that. Uh, so it really wasn't Earth at all. It was one exactly. of the Galactica planets. And that's how we come to be where we are today. Actually, spoiler alert. Yeah, because Battlestar Galactica comes back to the past. Yeah, it's in the past. Uh, Spoiler. Uh, Let's see. Sad news. Harry Fujiwa. Why aren't we on the storyboards? That's what I want to know. Why aren't we in the the boardrooms? Why aren't we in the writer's room? Exactly. Because we actually have some clever ideas. (laughs) Exactly. Small, but some clever. Because we never get past the casting couch. We're too ugly. But you're writers. I know, but you can't be in here. You're not attractive enough. Come on, you got Janine Garofalo in there. Come on. I'm a cuter than her. Oh, I thought you meant Janine Garofalo was on the arc. No. no. I'm cuter than Kevin James. Come on. Come on. Okay, fine. You got a job, but you're writing for Kevin James' news story. I'll go back to podcasting. I'll go back to podcasting. Uh, Mr. Fuji died this past Sunday morning. Harry Fujiwara. Yes. I remember old Mr. Fuji. He had the cane. He was He's a diabolical. Diabolical man. He was 82. Uh, WWE released a statement that they were saddened to hear that he passed away. 
Uh, he was born in Honolulu in 1935. So he's actually Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fuji was not Japanese. I think nope. they played him off as a Japanese menace. I don't know. He might have been of Japanese descent in Hawaii. Yokozuna, <laughs> the 500-pound Japanese sumo wrestler, was actually Samoan, yeah. but that didn't stop them from putting a, being, you know, yeah. Vince McMahon being great all, about that. It's all about writing. Uh, he shortened his name to Mr. Fuji. Uh, his real name's Fujiwa. Fujiwara? Oh, he's gone. Uh, he was wrestling in various regional wrestling companies. 72, he joined Vincent McMahon's WWF, forming a tag team with Professor Toro Tanaka. During his era, uh, Fuji became known for his signature move, throwing salt in the eyes of his opponents. Yes, he did. Nicknamed, and he was earning the name, the devious one. The devious one. one. You know that whole throwing salt in the eyes of opponents actually probably comes from the sumo, because before they do the sumo, they throw yep. salt. Around, around the, the ring, ring around the ring before they go that's for good luck interesting isn't it? yeah word away bad spirits and yeah after retiring he resided in tennessee where he op- operated a training dojo until 2001 uh he also worked for the local movie theater down there and i'm not kidding about that he was inducted As into a the melodramatic actor no he was an usher oh. uh i'm not kidding uh he was inducted into the wwe hall of fame in 2007 and uh, he worked on VS Farm, taking care of the chickens until his passing. Oh, so, so he collected the eggs. Yes. The devious one. So, moment of silence for Mr. Fuji. Uh, we hardly knew ye. And uh, some quick ones here. Uh, Quickies Community star Donald Glover was asked to weigh in on recent rumors that he's being eyed to take the role of a young Lando Calrissian in the upcoming Star Wars spinoff uh, movie uh, about Han Solo. Yep, there are rumors, he said. I mean, I grew up on it. My dad was a big fan. I had all the toys when I was little. I had a Darth Vader with the lightsaber uh, that he has. It was cool. It's a dynasty. It's like the Bible. I love that franchise. They asked to comment on the rumors. He said, yep, there are rumors. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, I could see him playing I could see Lando. him playing Lando. I can. Now, does he? Uh, is he playing Lando when they uh, when he loses the Millennium Falcon? I think in the that has game? to play into it. Has to be. Do you, are you interested in a Han Solo trilogy, though? That's what they're doing. I'm oh, really doing a whole trilogy. Yeah. I'm really. It's a trilogy now. Yeah. I'm. I'm very nervous about just one Han yeah. Solo prelude. I would rather they keep it like Rogue One. Yeah. A standalone. Standalone. That was the original idea. Yeah, characters that. So they're going to explore the whole how Han and Chewie got together story. I would rather them just left that as it happened. Solo is a good character as a mystery. Exactly. You don't need that much. So, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I was not too impressed. Uh, Let's see here. Uh,. Vincent D'Onofrio and Dean Norris from Breaking Bad have joined Bruce Willis and Paramount and MGM's revamp of the 1974 Charles Bronson film, Death Wish. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Eli Roth is directing the picture, which follows a man named Paul Kersey, Bruce Willis, whose life is destroyed by a violent crime against his wife and daughter. Frustrated by the bad guys were not brought to justice for the violence and degarret... Uh, so, so this is Die Hard Death Wish. Yes. Starts hunting for the perpetrators himself. Uh, I feel like this actually could be based on Bruce Willis's real life. Uh, he was uh, a crime against his wife and daughter. That would be Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. So he's going after he Ashton searches Kutcher. them out. Going after Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> D'Onofrio will play Willis's brother in the film. Norris is set to play Detective Reigns. Why? So none of them are the bad guys, huh? Why? Why are we doing this? 
Why? Because Hollywood has no, no honestly, original if, ideas if anymore. If you're remaking a movie, Death Wish is probably one you should remake versus Bruce Willis is cranky enough. Touch. He's cranky enough. He can squint. Uh, let's see here. Um, also, a quick uh, thing on our History of Bad Ideas at Facebook page. Uh, basically, there's some questions going on uh, that there's some BS and some uh, boo going on about Jordan winning the, the book this year, the contest. <laughs> uh, we apologize that was it. You saw the drawing. You it saw the roll. It, it was all legit. Yep. So, apologize for everybody, but, uh, you know, we'll try I again. I don't apologize. Jordan no, I don't either. Jordan won fair and square. It was a dice. It was a dice. They all had a 1 in 12 chance. Yeah. Now, now Jordan is actually tasked. He has to read the book now. Yes, he does. Zombies. And he has to review it. Yes. We actually got a lot of people on Twitter saying that they would like to read it. Well, at least some. Hey, uh, yeah. if, you, if you want to read it, you can go out and buy it. Yes. Zombies, you the true story. You can find it on Amazon or, or any other places online you can buy Rit- books. Written or by. if you really want to read it, may- maybe uh, get a hold of uh, Jeff Jordan. Oh, oh, yeah. Get a hold of Jordan and say, when you're done with it, send it to me and I'll read it. No, go buy a new copy. <laughs> yeah, a new copy. Help to scab Jeff out. <laughs> but don't look for him by scab Jeff. You have to look at him by his legitimate no, name. Jeff Morris. Jeff Morris. Amazon.com. Zombies, the true story of the Titanic. And uh, there, yeah, there's your news of the geek. I'm looking forward to coming to the Cincinnati Expo. And you know something? It's the last one I'm planning to come to in the Midwest. So what a great way to finish your book. The Cincinnati Expo. I'll be there. Are you tired of wasted Friday nights, clubbing with friends and hot chicks like me? Yeah, I am. Yeah, well you would be because you go out all the time clubbing. I'm not allowed to go to the clubs. This is true. Are you sick of fun conversations at the bar with hunky bartenders? Uh, no, not really, because I'm a dude. You know what? I am sick of it because they always try to pick me up for some reason, Johnny. Sounds like you need to spend an evening in the park, drinking with Neil and Johnny. I love drinking in the park with you, Johnny, even though you're the one that does most of the drinking or all of it. Dude, thanks for buying the rounds. I mean, you know, it's just really good. You're, you're a good friend. You're my best friend. No, no, no. We're, we're good. We're friends. We're good friends. Best friends. like acquaintances, really. You're my best friend. Is the liquor store still open? Because maybe we should do another, another run. Anything for my best friend. Thanks, Fred. Best friend. Thanks, bud. Best. Join Neil and Johnny every Friday night as they talk about stuff while drinking in the park. Listen on neilandjohnny.com, droidscanada.com, and on the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. Bananas. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, the Box Office Bombs this week. Well... We're starting off the story with some more Ben-Hur. If it didn't bomb bad enough last week, this week, $4.5 million, falling to 10th place in just its second week. Hmm. A total of $19 million domestic and 41 worldwide on a $100 million budget, which it probably even cost more than $100 million. Mm-hmm. 
So Ben-Hur in the running for the floppy for Bomb of the Year. I think he probably should have won the floppy Bomb of the Year. And we'll find out in December. That's right. Stay with us, fans. <laughs> Uh, what else we got, Jeff? Uh, number one this week in our top five of the week, Don't Breathe made $26 million on a nine and a nine and a ninth. 9.9. 9.9. <laughs> the reason why I put that, the intern put that in there is such a weird budget. 9.9 million. Yeah, not, not 10 million. <laughs> nope, you're not allowed to go over 10. Nope. No matter what. 9.9. Okay, 9. They, they 9. had to cash in under 10 million. So. <laughs> they could take home that last 100,000. <laughs> But you know what? I, I like to see uh, small, independent, creative. It, well, fortunately, in the recent years, it's been the small little horror it's genres. It's all horror movies, unfortunately. All horror yeah. movies that come up with fresh ideas, and they do great. Look, budget 9.9. It yeah. actually got good reviews, too. 26 million. Don't breathe. And it's number one. Yeah, it, the it, critics it, even liked it. It, it, yeah. it. I actually thought it looked intriguing, and I don't like horror movies, but that I've one never me. seen a trailer for this film. I have. It's uh, a little different i've seen a commercial like the 30 yeah. second I, I i just have never seen scary, even a commercial scary old blind men okay uh second this week suicide squad making 12 million for a total of 283 million on a 175 million dollar budget now two, 283 that's just domestically right yes yes so it's it's getting it's past 500 million i think worldwide yeah i think so so I, i'd consider that a success good for it it wasn't horrible it was good it was decent uh, i give it a b, minus, b <laughs> sorry minus. time yeah really? actually i gave it a c plus yeah, <laughs> really because i didn't really like it it fell flat i want oh, a b b yeah b <laughs> Uh, third this week is Kubio and the Two Strings. Made another $8 million, a total of $25 million on a $60 million budget. Uh, I think they're probably a little disappointed in that because it looked like it had potential, but doesn't look like people want to see it actually, in droves. It was number five last week. It actually moved up. Oh, so maybe they're starting to... Well, it moved up because <laughs> nothing else <laughs> made money this else. week. Yeah. But uh, maybe it'll stick around and stay there for a while. Ben Hur would have been happy if it just stayed in place instead mm-hmm. of falling to 10th. Uh, Sausage Party made $7.7 7 a total of $80 million on its underestimated $20 million <laughs> budget. That budget will go up when the animators win their lawsuit. <laughs> lawsuit pending. <laughs> I want to see Sausage Party. I, I still want to see it. I'd like to see it. And Mechanic Resurrection made $7.5 million on its opening week on a $40 million budget. This is not a bomb. And the reason is it's doing okay overseas. Uh, the first one must have because it didn't yeah. do that well they here said, for a sequel. They said it's doing pretty well overseas, and they pr- the studio made it for the overseas market. I can see that. So, so it's a little more intellectual. Oh, yeah. No, Jason, when I think Jason Statham, <laughs> I think, man, he could play Einstein. So we should, we should ask uh, Chris and Kev over at 365 Flicks. Mm-hmm. What's the review for Mechanic Resurrection? Yeah, we should ask them that. Mm-hmm. Could you guys do a review of that? Good chaps over at 365? Since yeah. it was made for the foreign market. Yes. Uh, speaking of good chaps, Blake, mm-hmm. you are going to be guesting on a podcast this week. Yes. This week I'll be on 40 going on 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been uh, podcast friends with them for ever since we started, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Pretty much. And uh, we're going to be doing a review of Adventures in Babysitting. They they like to do uh, theme topic shows, mm-hmm. and what their theme 
for that show is Adventures in Babysitting, the original versus the remake that Nickelodeon made this year. Okay. Could you ask them what their lowest rated show is? Because their top, the topic on their lowest rated show is. I'm just curious, like, because they do topic specific. And yes. if some people don't like a topic, they won't listen. That's yeah. why we just do a lot of bullshit to throw it at the fan. Yeah, so you all have to listen yes. and be disappointed <laughs> when it's over. But they do a good job. We just throw as much mud to the fan as possible on what it hits and sticks. That's we, right. We just celebrate. But I'm just curious to see what they like, what their yeah. lowest show is. They may not have it, but I'm just wondering what their topic was. Yeah, was Figuring it? wrestling was their top. Yeah, they did a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> did they do they, a wrestling show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed the wrestling show. Yeah, I, I said, oh, back. I I wish you, you would have known. I would have come on this one. They are like, uh, that was uh, over 100 episodes ago. Oh, yeah, this is a flashback one. Never mind. (laughs) Throwback Thursday. My bad. (laughs) I think uh, the one that I was most interested in that they've done in the past several weeks was uh, when they compared the Bad News Bears. The original Bad News Bears to the uh, remake with Billy Bob Bob Thornton. Thornton. And uh, my user feedback that I sent into them for that was that uh, if the original movie had you know domestic violence had child abuse yeah. it had underage sex mm-hmm. insinuated underage underage sex it had uh, underage alcohol consumption drugs it had uh, language children using bad language it had so it was the 70s. racist words it was 70s yeah or uh, Woody Allen birthday party <laughs> Woody Allen birth- it, dr- it had drunk driving yeah, you know it had you know, and uh, I was like, you cannot, you would not be able to make that movie today. Mm-hmm. I don't think in this uh, politically charged atmosphere that we have, because people would protest it. Oh, I can't believe Kaepernick wouldn't go. Yeah, well, no, not that. <laughs> you know, but you know that that's you know as enjoyable that movie is, and sometimes there's some sad points about it. But uh, anybody that grew up, you know, as a kid in the '70s or '80s, in uh, that child atmosphere you know sometimes with the you know we've all seen the crazy parents you know with the kids and all that that kind of stuff pretty good movie i like it i just wish they didn't remake all them damn sequels okay or make all you you want them to remake no i said uh, you you want a remake of the bad news i just wish they wouldn't make all those sequels yeah the bad news go to japan and everything else training when they go to the astrodome i like the astrodome one i want to see him remake that one now Uh, (laughs) with the astrodome well they have to ask uh the uh car salesman joel uh olstein to move out because he's (laughs) there now Joel, uh, I appreciate you're doing this eulogy thing, but uh, we need to play a game. Let them play. Let, Let them, them play. play. I'm praying up here. <laughs> oh I heal you. I heal you, Jesus. Oh, my. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, we record this week. It'll probably be out next week. So, yeah. Look for 40 going on 14. You know, give them a listen. Okay. But don't get addicted to them because we want you listening to us. This is the <laughs> first time Blake <laughs> yeah. has been on a podcast without us. Yeah. Ooh, your first. Uh... Well done, Blake. Uh, Look I at feel, you branching out. I feel guilty. I feel like a lot of big things are happening lately. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of big things. That's uh, what she said. Yes. Actually, I'll go on there. All my answers will be just one word. Yes. Yeah. That wasn't a yes no question. <laughs> yes. So, how did you feel about. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, we. So, so when, when do you post your Husher podcast? Your history of. Bad Ideas Podcast. What days do you come out on? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were watching the uh, Adventures in Babysitting during the podcast. I didn't watch oh, sorry. them. Sorry. <laughs> so what's your opinion? 
Yes. <laughs> the first 10 minutes is really good. I'm still watching it right now. Hold on. Hold on. Get it Why is Jonah Hill in this? <laughs> oh, got squid. Sorry. What's your observation about this point, Blake? I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> what? Other news, uh, September 23rd through 25th, please join us at Cincinnati Comic Expo. Go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com. We will be there. Uh, you and know, you're going to ask Stan Lee. Uh, Mary it, Jane. Is it based, reference? I, I will ask him that. I, I will get to that. Uh, That's all I want to know. Yeah. Excelsior. I'm going to, uh, by request from uh, about 15 people that have liked and retweeted, uh, I'm going to ask Ivy... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ivy Doom Kitty, uh, some questions. So I'm going to try to get a picture taken with her. She's a cosplayer. Uh, that's a popular thing on Twitter today at Bad Ideas Podcast. So, uh, yes, uh, on Twitter. Uh, but, you know, we will be there. We will be asking, uh, getting some interviews. We'll be walking around. We're doing a Facebook Live. I know Jeff won't like that, but I don't care. I'll do it. Uh, the Dip Man's going to be with us. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun there. What? No. We're going to have some guests. And, <laughs> the uh, Dip Man. That's September 23rd through 25th. If you're going... Please tweet us at Bad Ideas Podcast or let us know on our Facebook page at the History of Bad Ideas. Uh, let us know uh, that you're going to be there, and we can. Uh, you can always come onto our show. We will be more than happy to have guests on uh, throughout the day, and uh, you will be probably on our podcast later on. But yeah, uh, stop by, say hi, and uh, if you're in the Cincinnati area, so there you go. Uh, let's. Uh, what's upcoming? Sorry, Jeff, I, we cut you off. What's upcoming for the September first oh, yeah, for the movies, movies? I have never heard about. Mm-hmm. Morgan uh-huh. and The Light Between the Oceans. Light Between the Oceans is a film uh, that, uh, it's a boat that gets shipwrecked. It's based on Moses. No. It's a Moses story. It's an arc. It's an arc story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's called Morgan, actually. That's really odd. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh, Michael Fassbender and Rachel Weisz. Mm-hmm. Uh, ship gets, uh, sh- uh, boat gets wrecked. This baby comes aboard, or well, it's like a two-year-old, or I don't even know, like less yeah, than this, that. This this baby, yeah, comes to them in a wicker basket. Its name is Moses. No, it's yeah. not a Moses, but it's a female washed oh. up upon this island. Did they rape upon the island. They're washed, washed. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That was it's a couple running a lighthouse. Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. And they find this baby. It washes up on shore. Baby it's a female Moses. Board. And later on, years later, like eight, ten years later. This female comes to the light the island and, and frees the Egyptians. No, and she's oh, like, yes. <laughs> "I had a baby that I was on this boat, and I never, you know, found out what happened to her. Yeah, and the, it was the, around the, this area. Yeah. Wait a minute, and your child's the same age as mine, and looks woman. identical looks to like me. me. So then there's yeah. this big thing. Yeah, it's a big deal because it's uh the fastbender of Weiss. You know, they've been trying to have their own child. Mm-hmm. Raising their own. And then all of a sudden, this baby shows up. Female Moses baby mm-hmm. shows up. And they raise it as her own. And uh, the yeah. lady comes by and says, you know, I need her to set my people free. It's a nature versus nurture thing. So, uh, yeah. Okay, Morgan. Anyone know what that one's about? Morgan stars uh, Kate Mara, who's a sister of uh, Rooney Mara. Yes. Uh, she's great good, success. She's a good-looking lady, by the way. She was great in Fantastic great. Four. Great. If <laughs> anything was great in Fantastic Four, it was probably her. That's Michael right. Jordan. That's right. Actually, she's got a quite a credit list behind her. But mm-hmm. uh, she is a risk management uh, like consultant. 
And <laughs> from what we understand, <laughs> from what we understand of the the movie, she has to decide upon whether or not they extinguish an artificial human that I guess gets out of control or or poses a threat. What? Uh, so in order to save save them, they put it in a little wicker basket and it ends up on the side <laughs> house. <laughs> With, well, uh, with uh, this couple that decides to raise well, the artificial human by, by themselves. Unfortunately, the human is like 18 or 20 already, so yeah. they're still trying to raise him. It's called Moses. <laughs> Encino Man 2. All right. Uh, well, that's what's up. I, actually, week. not Moses. It's called, because there's a female, it's called Moises. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I hope you're ready for buy or sell. <laughs> Let's go from that to human trafficking. <laughs> Would you buy or sell Stephen Lang stock or Jane Levy? I don't know who either of these two are. <laughs> I, I, I wait for you to tell me. Stephen Lang, he's an Dave. avatar. He's going to be in Avatar 2, 3, and 4. And he's in Don't Breathe. They're both in Don't, no, don't Breathe. They're both in Don't Breathe. Like, the name Jane Levy sounds familiar, but I can't place it. That's Eugene Levy. Is what you're thinking oh, of. That could be it. Did you see his, uh, Eugene Levy and those guys, Christopher Guest? Uh, Maybe I'm thinking of Jane Leaves from Frasier. Oh, God, please don't. Ooh. Oh, wait, no, she was the housekeeper, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I liked her. Okay. We. Oh, uh, did you see Eugene Levy and uh, Christopher Guest there doing the improv show? Uh, well, it's all improv. Uh, mascots. They're doing a TV series. It's on Netflix now. Oh, yeah, or it's coming next m- uh, November. Sorry, it's coming. And it's about the mascots. Uh, you know, they're all try- uh, from different colleges and that. And they're trying to compete for the mascot like of another, the year. Like another mockumentary? It's best of the show mockumentary type. Oh, oh wow. That's okay. awesome. It's on Netflix uh, in November, I think it and is. And it's going to be a running show? Like it's a, They did a season of it already. Okay, now I didn't know if it was a show or a movie. So I think it's a... I'll double check. Let me make sure. Maybe it is a movie. Netflix does do movies, too. I will That's double check. Che- unfortunately, I saw The Ridiculous Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about The Cobbler one? Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's a movie. I apologize. It is a movie. Okay. Sports mascots reveal the peculiarities whatever, peculiarities. of the ultra-competitive <laughs> world as they pursue the highest honor in their field, the Gold Fluffy. Good thing it's not floppy. I know. We'd have to assume if it was a floppy. <laughs> Some new people in this cast. Christopher Guest, Jane Lynch, Parker Posey, Bob uh, Balaban, Bob, Fred Bob Willard, Batman. Jennifer Coolidge. Wait a Jennifer minute. Coolidge. John Michael Higgins and Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> so their Chris favorite... O'Dowd is the new one. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that's all their favorite actors that collaborate. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Good. I'm Me too. Uh, okay. We well, Stephen Lang's going to be an avatar. Maybe I should buy him now. Two, three, and four. And he might be in Cable. Do. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I'll buy. Yeah. Go ahead and buy. Yeah. He buy. should be low now because yeah. no one knows who he is. Exactly. Buy. Yeah. Jane Eugene Levy. Jane oh. Levy. <laughs> She's going to be in the new Twin Peaks. I'll sell. Buy. I don't think that movie. That think show's gonna, ever going to get on. I don't think it's, it's going to take off. Uh, other than other than she's probably inexpensive, uh, or her stock is inexpensive. I'm buying. They said she might be the breakout star of the show. There you go. Bing. I'm not. I don't know who. It's a low investment. I give it a B minus. I'm going no. <laughs> low risk, high reward. It's a penny stock.
top five this week is on a sad note. It's from the great Gene Wilder passed away this year, this uh, week. This week, well, yes, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I think it was. Yeah. Um, Pretty, not, pretty tough. I'm not trying to be morbid. I really thought he passed away like last year. And I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I really thought he did. No, I think he was no, sick. Or was acknowledged yeah. that he was ill. Yeah, he, he's been out of the public uh, spotlight for several years. And it turns out that he was actually battling Alzheimer's disease. Is that what it was? I never... Yeah. Okay. That's a horrible disease. Mm-hmm. So, this week, in honor of Gene, we're doing the top five Gene Wilder films. So... Um, I have a feeling that a lot of our top fives are going to overlap really quick. I feel like going to be a qu- we'll be eliminating things probably. I feel like this is going to be a quick. Uh, yeah, could be a quick top five, and That's you okay. know, if you're not a Gene Wilder fan, there's some really great stuff to go out there and mm-hmm. watch. Uh, Jeff, why don't you go first this week? Oh, I get to go first. Okay. Yeah, you haven't gone first many times. All right. Well, I'll go. Um, my number five mm-hmm. will be. Uh, Everything you always wanted to know about oh, no, sex, sorry. but were afraid to ask. Ah, uh, his scene in that was particularly funny and made my number five. What was the scene in that? I can't remember. He was the doctor who had his patient patient come in, telling him that he was in love with his sheep. Uh huh. And then by the end of the scene, he was in love with the sheep. Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder was, was. Yeah, the, the doctor, doctor was. Oh, oh that's right. See, I remember that. Like, I re- remember watching yeah. that movie, but I couldn't put it on my top five because I don't remember anything about it. But now yeah. you do. Yeah, I can't remember anything about it. I just remember it being long. Yeah, and it was it was uh, Woody Allen, With right? Woody Allen, movie, Woody yeah. Allen, Woody Allen ish stuff. I mean, specifically I the Gene Wilder scene is the only part I like from it. I just remember, weren't but, they like both hopping in an egg and they both had separate orgasms together in the egg oh, machine or something? One, yeah, something Some like goofy that. thing. I, the, that's the I, one they, I wish I would have kept watching because then I would have seen the Gene Wilder scene and probably had fun with it. <laughs> yeah, th- but, that's the scene they always show yeah. at like awards banquets when they're talking yeah. about Woody Allen yeah. from that movie. They're always talking about the sperm yeah. and the egg and all yeah. that stuff. Well, the, 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 the egg he was talking about was something different than the sperm, I think. Wasn't there a yes. sperm and an egg well, in it too? Were, no, there, like there was a, the sperm where they're all like, you know, Pushing soldiers against, getting ready to that's what it was. Yeah, that's and what it is. getting Woody watched. Allen's like the nebbish little uh, oh I don't know what to do uh, typical Woody, that's Allen. Woody Allen and, <laughs> but then there's another scene where like sex in the future you like they went into these contraptions and were separate to have oh, sex oh it's like I Demolition Man could be they use VR in virtual reality like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much but no I had my uh, you stole my number Ready. That was the whole you bastard thing. Yeah. I was like, as soon as you say one, you're like, you bastard. Yeah, yeah you didn't have that one, though. I didn't no, think you I had a Woody Allen one. movie on your list. But, but, you're that's, not. but that's a, a scene of a movie he's in. Still counts. Oh, All right, I'll, I'll count. put it this way. Okay. There wasn't a whole lot for me to choose from. Yeah. Because there were, A, I didn't see a lot of his movies. B, mm. some of them that I did see, I don't even remember anything about them other than not liking them when I did see them. So top three, easy for me. Uh, Tough on the other two. So your top three is probably similar to mine. Then probably. What's your number five, Blake? My number five was back from 1984. I liked it. It was uh, the Woman in Red. Oh. It had Grodin in it, and of course it had uh, Kelly LeBrock when she was hot and dancing on hoods of cars and car videos. That wasn't Kelly LeBrock. Okay, yeah. 
That was Tony Katane. No, Kelly LeBrock. Well, that was, Kelly LeBrock the movie, was a yeah. weird science mm, chick. Yeah, right? she was a weird okay. science chick. Yeah, her. She's with Sugi Knight. At, yeah. <laughs> and she was doing the uh, uh, Don't Hate Me Because I'm Beautiful commercials. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so okay. it's basically he's a married guy and, you know, he's he has this, like, crush on this woman in red, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, mean, I think I saw funny. the movie, but I don't remember anything about it, so I couldn't put it on the list. I'm That's like, why it's my number five. Yeah. I'm like, uh, did I see that? I it's couldn't even movie. tell you what the it's, plot it's is. It's worthwhile. Uh, I thought I saw it. <laughs> my number five is a little bit out there. Uh, I pulled a Jeff. Uh, I went Police Academy. Uh, he wasn't in it, but Steve Gutenberg was, and I really like Steve Gutenberg. So I'm going with number five is Police Academy. You have tomatoes and onions? I fucking have Police Academy at number five. What about okay. And I actually wrote it down. Police. Police Academy. <laughs> All right. Because there was enough to found up my friend. What about crossbows? <laughs> if I can't go Gene Wilder, I'll go Steve Gutenberg. Everybody loves the Goots. It's still high spirits, but you know. Gene Wilder out there, and he's such a kind guy. I mean, what you saw is what you got with the guy. See, same thing with Goots. Yeah. A little different level, I think. Uh, let's see. Number four, I hate the movie, but um, I guess it was top five favorite Gene Wilder films. <laughs> I was just applauding yeah. his acting. Okay. Uh, Willy Wonka. I hate Willy Wonka, but he does a great job in it. That's my number one. Uh, Is it? Yep. My number three. I hate Willy Wonka. I do. I've never understood the appeal of it, but he does a hell of a job. Well, that's why it's my number one. It's by far... I don't even watch the... uh, The movie doesn't start until he comes on screen. Yeah. But he is just so great in that movie, and if you want to respect what he does, he is He he plays the Joker without the paint. Okay, now hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Have either of you guys been in advanced placement English class mm-hmm. literature? No. And you were never, I was in you high never had to wear you never had to read Willy Wonka's no. Chocolate Factory. We did not. It's a by the book movie, pretty much. You, really? Yeah. You had to read that in advanced placement? I yeah. read it got it out of the library. AP English. Mm-hmm. Oh well, sorry, tough guy. Okay. No, no, well, then how come you didn't effect? answer beforehand? Because then you would know that the movies, the movie literally is well, a very good representation a book. of the book. I was trying to figure out what you're... Oh. Uh, I'm like... Because I, 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 we actually I had... I book like in seventh grade. There you go. I don't know. Then why it was a, a better experience for you then? Leave our public school system out of it. I'm, I'm serious. It, that's an AP English that book. That was an AP English book. Did, did, I never read it. Something from there or something? Maybe it was over my head. Obviously, but you still made it number one, didn't you? Well, the movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. Where do you think the movie came from? It came from the producers of the movie. I know it's based on a book, and I know they did the. Jeff, I would probably be careful. You're wearing a red shirt, and Star Trek taught me anything. You're going to be expendable tonight, so be careful over there. No, but if Deadpool taught me anything, oh, red, so they don't see the blood. That's true. There you go. Uh, Yeah, so that was my number four. No, that was my number one. That was my number three. Put it on the board. Uh, I, knew, I knew you were going to ruin it. I didn't think it would be that soon. I, I, no. And I wasn't. Well, I really I didn't think Walk that was going to be number be on one. Somebody's list. I didn't, gonna gonna be num- list. I didn't think it was going to be number one. Has to be. And, and it provided us the best meme ever. Yes. Which one was that? The Willy Wonka. The it's like, snarky. oh, so you think, yeah, the snarky one. Where he oh, yeah, when he's you know, smiling. The, the most recent one is, oh, so you use me in a Hillary Clinton meme. Look how that turned out for me. <laughs> <laughs> Down the hall. <laughs> Dead. Uh, let's see. Uh, go ahead. You're number four. 
Blake. My number four, uh, probably the only movie that I liked him with mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, and that was Stir Crazy. That was an honorable mention. It was mm-hmm. on my top five. Yeah. I had Police Academy. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't have any of the prior ones on my list. I wasn't a mm-hmm. big fan of those. And like I said, I don't even remember the plots to them. I know I saw. I think I saw all of them, even see no evil, hear no evil. But I just <laughs> couldn't get into them for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So they didn't make my list. Um, all right, prior- so this is the most non-interesting Jeff <laughs> top five list, right? Yes. It's did basically you, what we're getting. Did you get tomatoes and onions next? <laughs> nope. Tomatoes my and onions. All movies that have Gene Wilder in it. What's your number four, Jeff? Uh, my number four is Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, the little scene when he comes in and yeah. he's like comic relief. Yeah. I didn't mm. even remember he was in it until I was investigating mm. my list. I'm like, I like the movie Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. And he was in it. And then I saw a scene that he was in. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Gene Wilder was in that. It's number four. Uh, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Young Frankenstein. It's my number two. Oh, Asshole. It's number one. Well, obviously. Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Frodrick. <laughs> Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Great. Film. That's my number one. It's my number two. I, it's my number one because out of all those movies, that that Young Frankenstein was actually his. He owned it, you think? It was his idea. He oh, did the no. writing, uh, you know, and uh, Brooks just did the producing production for mm. it. Actually, he Brooks did it because Gene basically filled a f- huge favor for Mel Brooks oh, yeah. on another film yet to be soon named. Soon to be on our soon list. Soon to be on our list <laughs> here, coming around. And he said, you know, he did it on a short, short call of notice, and so he went and did it. But he said, you know, I really don't want to do this film. But I'll do this for you if you promise me we're gonna make my young Frankenstein and Mel basically. So you got me by the by the Schwartzes. And uh, I said, okay. The Schwartz and Curlies. Yes. Uh, okay, so that's your number three, Jeff. That was my number three. Number three, which was by number one. And what was your number three, Jeff? Or Blake was Willy number Wonka. Number three right? was Willy Wonka. My number three. It's not a good film. But I remembered liking it when I was a kid, and I think it kind of stuck with me. I've seen it recently, probably in the last five years, and I still enjoy it. And it's not great. It's seen over here, uh, here and over. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I, you know what? I don't know why. I don't. You saw it as a kid, and that movie seems to appeal to kids. Yeah, I would say. No evil here. Here no evil. Yeah. Okay. Richard Pryor is a comic mm-hmm. genius. I never <clears throat> really liked any of the films he was in. I never thought it translated well. He's got a lot he of good. Great in the toy. Stop it. No, that was horrible. Stop it. <laughs> He's fucking got a lot Jackie of good... Gleason. Fuck him. He's got a lot of good You're writing credits. Not by choice. Mm-hmm. Chicken soup. Go fuck yourself. He made Chicken Soup the TV series. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Oh my god, I've never heard. So oh, much I fucking hate Jackie Gleason. I fucking hate oh, him. Oh my Jackie Gleason was great. No. It... No. 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 You don't even know what I was wow. going to say. Doesn't even matter. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, A is great in The Hustler. Buford T. Uh, but Justice. Buford T. Justice, one of the best characters of all, all time. time. No. No. Done. Really? Fucking Jackie Gleason. Oh, Fucking my Lord. Man. Just don't watch uh, Smokey and the Bandit Part 3. That was terrible. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> but there is no Smokey and the Bandit. Don't watch it with Jason. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Don't watch it with him. I'll be cursing real out at you. Ugh. 
I mean, Buford T. Justice has some beautiful soliloquies in that movie. <laughs> He's <laughs> of not as annoying as the other Jackie I can't stand. Jackie Mason. Oh, he's pretty. Jackie annoying. Mason's the chicken soup guy. Uh, Sorry, my be, God. Oh yeah, yeah Jackie. Oh, Ma- okh- oh, seriously? You mix your Jackies up. You're an asshole. He's sitting there trying to think of Jackie Mason and Smokey and the Bandit, aren't you? Yeah, Caddyshack too. I hated Jackie Gleason and Caddyshack too. That's what brought up. I was going to say, fuck him and Jackie. Wait a minute. He wasn't. I like Jackie Gleason. Fuck Jackie Mason. Jackie Mason. <laughs> now, now you don't. I don't even think you've ever seen Smoking the Bandit. Do you know Matthew Modine? Justice. That is no Jackie Mason. Do you know Matthew Modine is the sheriff in Stranger Things? <laughs> I couldn't even recognize him. Now you know. I've had my forgetful moments on this podcast several times, but he just takes the cake. Oh. Fuck you, Jackie Mason. Jackie I'll Mason. agree with you on Jackie Mason. <laughs> he was the worst part of the Jerk, and I love that movie, but. Oh, jeez, oh. OP. Wow. As was... Cheeto Bandito found out earlier, I'm an idiot. Cheeto <laughs> <laughs> Bandito. Okay, uh, my number two is Jan Frankenstein. Uh, Cheeto Bandito. Are you available on Tuesday nights? <laughs> Just wondering. All right, Blake, I'm assuming our number twos are going to be the same our as Our number twos number are going to be the same. Yes, my number one. Number ones. And, yeah, and, and you know what? Uh, I'll let you announce it, but it was very close between this and Young Frankenstein. But I want Young Frankenstein because... That was Gene Wilder's movie. Okay. What's number? What's your number two, guys? Our right, number two. So, so you can like saddles. destroy it. Go yeah. ahead now. Blazing rip on saddles. It. Yep. My now number one. On My number Go one. ahead. Rip on it. I'm rip. I, how am I going to rip okay. on Blazing Saddles? I love Blazing Saddles. Oh, you one. actually like this movie? That's right? number two on my list. There, but it's not one. Well, no, but I didn't rip on Young Frankenstein either. <laughs> I didn't rip on the ones that are on my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he rolled a five again. Um, but no, yeah, uh, Blazing Saddles is hilarious, funny. No, you can't you can't say anything bad about the it. thing about top three favorite is, films, it is comedies. of all times. It is in like the, the top AMA mm. top ten, isn't mm. it? Like in the top ten, could be. The thing is, you cannot see that film on network television. No, no, no. you have to get the original film and watch it because when with the original film when they cut, start editing yeah. things out because yeah. it uses you know the n-word it, it says some other things that are in there that they are inappropriate the farts. they edit the farts out now for Christ's sake the whole thing is not funny when they edit that stuff out it yeah. has to be the horrible belligerent uh, stuff and I remember I was in training you know in, in training before I got deployed and uh, we were in the break room of the rare moments where we had like a free couple hours in the evening. And we were in there and we were in there and Blazing Saddles came on and there was an African-American in the, in the room. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to change this off. We're going to go through uh, sensitivity training. <laughs> we're going to have to do whatever. And as soon as the first funny line came out, the man who became my, you know, one of my best friends ever, Frank... Just started laughing his ass off, and I was like, "Oh, so this is gonna be a good night." <laughs> <laughs> it's just man out, horse getting hung. One okay. things, yeah, exactly. One of the things that kept <laughs> us going through Afghanistan for a year was quoting <laughs> blazing saddles together. Sixteen's oh, my limit on schnitz right. and grooving. <laughs> yes, you know there was a line that actually got edited out of it. It's when with when it's in the dark, and it's and it's oh. uh it's in Cleveland Madeline Little Con. is with Madeline Kahn. They actually edited out. Um, that's my arm you're sucking on. 
because of uh, my one complaint was they didn't know how to end the movie. I agree with you on that. Yes, the ending's was, a little rough. It was a little rambling ending that goes on and on, kind of like Monty uh, Python, kind of like a J.R.R. Tolkien ending. <laughs> You know, for Lord of the Rings, where you're just like, this should have ended 30 minutes ago. Yeah. But how it just like burst into the Hollywood lot and went, eh. Yeah. It was kind I, of funny. I couldn't tell you how you should have ended it. I liked that you ended it absurdly, but yeah, like I said, it just went on. and The Hobbit up. movie should have ended yeah. with Frodo sucking off a treant, but it yeah, kept so going no, after that scene. No, no. After that scene? Did I miss that? <clears throat> yeah, you did. It was in the uncut <laughs> yeah. version. Oh. Uh, literally uncut. But the uncut. <laughs> Blazing Saddles has so many trivia questions to it. It's pretty oh, funny. Yeah. Like the, the guy that sang the theme song, I uh, forget, he's, he was actually a very famous uh, country western singer. And they paid him to come up with the theme song. Oh, that's right. I did hear and, this. And he thought it was a serious country western. <laughs> when he realized his song's being used for that movie, the guy just went ballistic <laughs> and crazy. And I mean, it was like... it Was like the, was that Hank Williams? No, no, no. no. Yeah. It was uh, some other gentleman. Oh, you're going to make you know, road, blazing no. saddle. Yeah, you have to look it up. Uh, the other thing uh, about it was uh, Hedy Lamar actually sued <laughs> Mel Brooks. Oh, really? Because of Hedley Lamar. Hedley. Hedley. And of course, the joke was in there Hedy. No, Hedley. You know, the Hedley Lamar jokes. And of course, uh, uh, it's just, you know, lots of great themes about it. Uh, Jig, I forget what's his name, um, the, the cowboy. Frank Lane. Frankie Lane. Frankie Lane. Beat me to it. He wrote the Blazing Saddles theme song. And did not know it was going to be a country western spoof in the manner that it was. And he was very upset about it. And then uh, uh, Mel Brooks actually ran into... um, Actually, Mel Brooks actually ran into... uh, What's his name? The great cowboy. Um, John Wayne. John Wayne. He said, hey, I'm making a country western. Would you like a, 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 a cameo in it? And he gave Wayne a script, and John Wayne gave it back to him and said, there's no way I can be in this movie, but I'll be the first one in line to see it. <laughs> I got to go play Genghis yeah. Khan. Give me a second. Yeah. I, got, I got my morals. I can't, yeah. Yeah, I can't be in this movie. I've got to yeah. go play Genghis Khan. Exactly. Well, we do have some listener picks. Go, yeah. Doug, number one fan, said he thought Sherlock Holmes' younger brother was underrated. I think it's Smarter Brother, isn't it? Smarter Younger Brother? Smarter Younger Brother. I have not mm. seen it. <clears throat> I feel like I did, but I can't I remember anything. I may have, but I can't remember yeah. it. Because, I'm probably going to look for because it Because these other movies are so prevalent in Gene Wilder's, yeah. you know. Pittsburgh Nerd, uh, Sean had Young Frankenstein, Willy Wonka, Blazing Saddles, and two other, too many to list. Police mm-hmm. Academy's up there, too. Uh, Ian, he had nothing because he's an ass. Uh, let's see. <laughs> you were just cruel. Uh, Randall Holt, R- RJ Holt, 666. Uh, had Stir Crazy at number five. Haunted Honeymoon at four. Number three was Willy Wonka. Two was Blazing Saddles. And one, Young Frankenstein. And then he put a hashtag, thanks for the memories. Mm-hmm. So Yes. And uh, yeah. I think that was sad. Sad news to see Gene Wilder leave. Yeah. again. Honeymoon, like another one I didn't see. That was with I Gilda, saw Haunted. Yeah, and I can't yeah. stand Gilda. How could you not stand Gilda? I thought she was annoying on Saturday Night Live. Oh, she was the best part Wait, of the first. Are you season sure you have yes, the right it was. actress in mind? <laughs> yes. You know, yes. I want to make sure that you're not thinking of some Jackie Mason. <laughs> yes, fucking Jackie Mason. Uh, okay. uh, Michael Leal. Miguel, yeah. Who does a great job at Danger Entertainment Network? Danger. 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 Danger Where's Anthony Wiener? Danger. Uh, let's see. He had Young Frankenstein. 
Haunted yes. Honeymoon, Willy Wonka, Blazing Saddles, and Hear No Evil, See mm. No Evil. Was Haunted Honeymoon with John Candy, too? I want to say it was. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen it. Uh, so It and, might be. Maybe that's why I didn't watch it, because I was never a John Candy fan. Brian Evans. He had Willy Wonka. Wilder, Wilder is the Willy Wonka. He is right. So there you go. There's I mean, uh, the, the song Pure Imagination alone is why that's number one on my mm-hmm. list. So uh, there is your, um, there's your top five this week. Bad Idea. Bad Idea. Number eight. Ooh. Number eight. Bad Idea. Ooh, this is a top tenner. Uh, in honor of Gene Wilder. Dying. It's not a good idea. Let's just not do it. It's a bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. Dying. Dying. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. it. Or delay it as long as possible. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, if you can, go to our iTunes uh, Facebook, or iTunes page, sorry, and give us five-star reviews. That would help us out. Where else can people download our stuff? Uh, Stitcher. uh, And then also Google Play for the Android listeners as well. And uh, we're on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Great network. Uh, we're on Danger Entertainment Network. Danger. Danger. People requested we get a YouTube. And we're on YouTube. All you have to do is Sorry. Google the history of bad ideas on YouTube. And, and you could not see us. No, but we're no. getting there. We're getting we'll, there. We'll eventually maybe we have put some pictures ideas. up. We have some ideas in the works. We do have some <laughs> ideas in the works. We got some video might be coming up on it. Uh, but you can listen to us on that as well. So uh, thank you guys again for listening. And Tangent Pound, don't forget Oh, Tangent Pound. I, well, I, I apologize. Give Mark, uh, props Mark for running I apologize. Bound. Mark does a great job at Tangent Pound. He's working his ass off there. Yes, he is. Uh, so, yes, uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. The history of bad.